What? What? Yeah! Brother, 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 brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Awesome! Oh, Doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWE on Wiggle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston. And I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the no longer WWE GL champion, Killer Cooper Prater. To quote the most charismatic performer of our time, Lance Storm, if I can just be serious for a minute. <laughs> um, I have truly loved every single second of being your WWE GL champion. But like Icarus flying too close to the sun, I have unfortunately fallen to depths that no other champion has seen and um you know it's been a it's been a good ride it's been a fun ride um but i will i will graciously hand over the ultimate prize uh to one of these two fine competitors to my right interestingly enough it is not one champion it is two we have the notorious Snow phillips the one half of wwegl's champion and the astonishing alex houston as the other half or the awesome. Is it the awesome? Is he awesome? Um, he's spinning the belt. Alex is a spinner. And Noah has the original WWE GL champion that he bought. Ironic. They both. These are both the ones that they brought to the show. So. Technically, this, this belt was bought by the one and only Kim Houston, most likely. Because uh, eight-year-old Alex was not having that dough to sling around to get oh, uh, you some. Know. He most likely. He saved up his allowance. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I wouldn't I do it on a chores to get any allowance. Um, Noah, you have a speech prepared first. After you. I do. And let me tell you something, Alex. After I beat you in this upcoming quiz, I cannot wait to bring the prestige that belongs to these WWEGL championships because I'll tell you one thing I went to the dentist this past Wednesday and I went in there and I was talking to the dentist person I don't know what they're called whatever Brit, whatever Britt Baker is called and I said yeah I'm actually I am the dentist and I actually fun lucha things aren't you oh my god and I looked and while she was doing my tea, she said, are you in, in, anything interesting? I said, well, I'm WWE GL champion. And after it was all over, I said it again to them. But they still looked at me and they said, I'm sorry, sir, but you're too old to get stuff out of the toy chest now. And I can't wait to get the prestige on these titles that is warranted for me to get my toy from the toy chest. Alex? You hey, know, hey, I, really, I, really, I really thought I could top that with something, but um... – I really think Noah does deserve the championship so we can get promos <laughs> like that on a week-by-week -week basis. No, for real, though. We will um, get that promo either way, brother. I'm yeah, sorry. That, that is not contingent a on A Dusty Rhodes-esque <laughs> promo every single a week. A Dusty Rhodes if he got hit in his head a few too many times-esque <laughs> promo. You know, as I sat in the Sky Bar late Saturday night and got that text message notifying me that I was... One half. One half of... The, our co-WWEGL champion, I quite literally exclaimed, let's go, to which a random stranger said, what happened? And I had to weigh the gravity <laughs> of explaining that in Sky Bar while Ben Brood was, you know, doing things on the, at the DJ table. Wicked, wicked, wicked. And I thought in that moment, my week's never going to get any better in terms, of my, in terms of wrestling. There's nothing that could ever surpass this moment. I am the co-WWEGL champion, which means I get to hold the spinner belt even for a short time. Um, See if you can hold it except, for longer. Except that fateful Wednesday night as I tuned in to lighting that fuse that we all seem to talk about. And as God is my witness. No, as Taz is your witness. 
As Taz is my witness, <laughs> my boy Claudio was wearing the ROH World Championship, and I'm not kidding. I almost cried. There is a Taz. There, <laughs> there is a Taz. There is, in fact, a Taz, and he is out there, and he heard my prayers because after week after week that I've talked to Cooper about this, about the fact <laughs> that Claudio never wears his belt, and Cooper's like, well, this match, they don't need the belt or whatever, and it's all fair. Tony listens, clearly enough, well, because thank God, and not to mention did he wear the belt in the promo. He wore the belt out to the ring, and they used it in the match. It was a chef's kiss. It was the greatest piece of professional wrestling I've seen in many a millennia. Not only oh. that, but ROH is back. Getting, um, getting a little too intense over Got a little here. technical difficulties. <laughs> ROH is back. Ring of Honor. Double. They're going all in. Indeed. Better than you, baby. So I am. My mouth is watering, man. Zero hour. I have a bad feeling that they're gonna. I hope they don't win, but you know. I hope they do. I. This is our. This is, this is gonna be our mega powers exploding moment. <sighs> Me go. and you have to stand together to, to fight these two. <laughs> um, as Alex frantically tries to oh, no! fix the wrongs that he brought upon himself, we're gonna go ahead and introduce this quiz. As I mentioned, there was an aforementioned quiz. Um, these two do not want to wait. They do not want to share the belt. They want to. For themselves, Alex wants to bring it into. The I'm just gonna hold the mic during the. Uh, <laughs> don't wait till commercial. Alex, Alex wants to bring it to Duluth. Noah wants to fulfill a prophecy, as he called it last week. Um, I have created a quiz, ten questions long. The way it works is, at I'm any point sorts. when I read the read the question, you can buzz in with your name. So you can say Alex or Noah, or as I would say, Logan. Um, me and Cooper will be listening. So first one, first serve. We'll be able to tell. We're gonna be unbiased. Ten questions. Um, oh, I bet multiple choice. Not. You don't have to wait till the an- the question is finished, but I'm not going to read it out for you once you buzz in. Um, wait, multiple choice. Yeah, multiple choice. Okay. I'm giving you. You're not going to get these. They're multiple choice. Most of these guys, <laughs> I can guarantee that. Um, but with that being said, it's ten questions, and if you somehow tie, we'll have a tiebreaker. All right. And one of you has to win. I can't believe I dropped the mic. This has got so, me out of sorts. I cannot believe he is he is free micing right now. He's doing, I, the, he's doing the Damian uh, Sandler. I got he too is doing passionate, the man. Oh yeah, he's Sorry, doing guys. the the drama the drama king the WWE yeah, drama yeah, yeah. king. Mr. Um, Mr. Kennedy over there. Kennedy <laughs> following a long line of mid carders. Kennedy. <laughs> All right. So the first question: If the Honky Tonk Man has the longest and Gunther is the second, who has the third longest Intercontinental Noah. Title reign? Yeah. The Macho Man, Randy Savage. Eh. All right. The question choices are A, The Miz, B, Doug Mercaro, C, Macho Man, Randy Savage, or D, Pedro Morales. Doug Mercaro? You mean Don Morocco? No. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a Doug Mercaro. Well, maybe Mercaro it is Don Mercaro. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> um, I was Don Mercaro. I don't ever know. Don Morocco. Morocco. Okay. Um. Wow. That's actually I, – I know this. Macho Man was the fourth, so you were close there, Noah. We is don't it, have all. Is it is it Pedro Morales? Is that your answer? Yes. Ding, Pedro Morales, one for Alex. I've been cheated. All right. What is the what version is the current version of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which is a New Japan Championship? Like you have multiple belts. Like you have a spinner in that version. What number of belt is it? Is it A version three, B version four? C version five or D version six? Noah. Yes. Is it version five? It is version five. Dang. One to one. We've talked about this on the show before. So it's, it's a butterfly. No, no, I, yeah, I, I just don't remember. Number three. Who has the most WrestleMania main events? Is it A. The Undertaker, B. Hulk Hogan. Noah. Yes. It's Hulk Hogan. It is Hulk Hogan. Dang. It. Two to one. You uh, know Triple H is second. 
Yeah, I, 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 that's what we got, I, I got thrown off by that because he's been in so many. Number four, how many men and women have held the Money in the Bank briefcase? This is, has been winners are holding it or technically has held it. So Kennedy and The Miz counting this. So like we're, it's just a flat number? Yes, flat number. Is it A, 34, B, 26, C, 37, or D, 29? Alex? Yes. 37? Eh. Now it goes to you. Can I hear the other three multiple choice questions or uh, answers? It's A, 34, B, 26, D, C, 37, or D, 29? 29? Eh, it is 34. Oh. 26 men's winners and eight women's winners. The problem is when they did the split brands back in the day and they had a, oh, a Raw yeah. and a SmackDown one yeah, for like they, seven years. They inflated years. the number, yeah. It, that's what threw me off, and I, and I wasn't sure about that. Plus, so, there's all the original Noah is happened. still up to two to one. Noah, this is a question that's in your wheelhouse. What day did the final WCW Nitro air? Is it A, March 19, 2001, B, March 26, 2001, C, April 1, 2001, or D, April 3, 2001? Alex. Yes. April 3rd? Eh. Noah, goes to you. Can I hear B again? B, March 26, 2001. It's March 26th. It is March 26th. It's my birthday. How do you not know that, Alex? Uh, live from Panama City, Florida. The final WCW yeah. two years before I was This born. is unfortunate for me. Where? Noah's up 3-1. You can still make a comeback. We still have Spinnaker five more and questions. Lavilla. Who has the most reigns with the WCW Cruiserweight Championship? Not counting WWE reigns. Is it A, Rey Mysterio Jr., B, Dean Malenko, C, Chris Jericho, or D, Juventud Guerrero? Alex. Yes. Juventud Guerrero. Eh. Wow. Dean Malenko? Eh, it's Rey Mysterio. Really? Yeah. I didn't think Not he was... counting WWE reigns, he has the most. Wow, that... Okay. I, I thought... Hoobie had the least of those four, by the way. Okay, so I, <laughs> that's interesting because I'm just in a part of like reliving the war where Hoobie and Billy Kidman are trading it back, trading and, it forth, back and forth. And Ray is like not in the picture. Ray had already won it like four times at that point. So and Okay. Went, and I, didn't, in there. I, I was like, it's got to be Dean because I felt like he was in there the longest. He was. It was. I think him and Jericho both have five, and Hoobie might have like four or five. And, I think and Ray has six. six yeah. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Alex, you got to get some of these right, man, yeah, if you want to win. I'm trying Ooh. here. It's 3-1 to one in Noah's favor. The seventh question, who has the most reigns with the AEW TNT title? Is it A, Cody Rhodes, B, Wardlow, C, Sammy Guevara, or Noah. D, yeah. Wardlow. Or D, all of the above. I'm going to say Alex, all of the above. Correct. They all oh have God. three title reigns. <laughs> Technically, I was right. This though. title has only been around since 2020. All right, all right. You didn't let me finish the question, Noah. That's why you're gonna let me finish the question. Well, technically, um, number you're eight, wrong. Noah. Uh, you are two to three right now. Yep. Who has the, who is the longest reigning ECW champion? Is it A. The Sandman, B. Shane Douglas, C. Rob Van Dam, or is it D. Raven? Uh, is this cumulative or one, one particular race? one particular reign? Okay, not cumulative. Does this include WWE? Oh wait, no. This does not include WWE. Alex? Yes. Shane Douglas? Correct! Yes. It's three to three with two questions Fun left. Fun fact, after Rob Van Dam debuted on AEW, I looked him up, and he has the longest reigning uh, television championship run yeah. of all oh, time. Oh, yeah, he held that belt forever. Oh, for Exactly. Ever. That's what, that was one of the top things that said, okay, there we go. All right. And then number nine, who has the shortest WWE championship reign of all time? Is it A, Daniel Bryan, B, John Cena, C, Yokozuna, or D, Seth Rollins? D, Seth Rollins. Noah, Seth Rollins. Correct. 
Four to three, Alex. You have to get this he one to lost, go to the tiebreaker. Dean, right? That's what yeah. that is. Money in the bank. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking too much about all the cash in. Two minute, two and a half minutes. Shortest title reign of all time. Dang. And my favorite just, question. Did you just beat out Andre for it? Because Andre's was like two minutes or something. I don't too. count Andre's, brother. I don't think they count they, it either. They don't I count it. WWE do. doesn't count it. Yeah, they do. Not they don't. T- they don't count Ted DiBiase. Because he handed it Certain over to Certain people, him. and most of the list well, no, it was like check, a, check the Wikipedia no, right no, no, now. No, it was like a whole day before they uh, got rid of it. Because it, yeah. it took them another TV taping. And on certain, most lists say Seth Rollins. If either of them would have said Andre, I would, I would give it to him. But neither of them said it. Mm. Understandable. And, um, right. and then finally, oh, my favorite question If I hear the words G1, I'm Name any of the last five NXT champions. Alex. Yes. Carmelo English? No. Wait, Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. I know. Yep. Okay. Should we give it to him? No. I. I. I, th- I think that's fair. I. I, I then you said the last the five. He's the current. Yeah, he counts. Count. He counts a current. Oh okay. Maybe yes, it's five. Hayes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I English is from Aiden English. Oh no, Carmelo English is a uh, was an Auburn wide receiver commit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we, do we count it? Do we count I, it? I think that was a fair slip of the tongue. Fair slip uh, of the. Yeah, at least that Thank Carmelo. You. Yeah. Thank you. It yeah. Was, oh. It was Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker. Okay. I should have guessed Braun Breaker. Tommaso Champa and Samoa <laughs> Joe. Oh, Samoa oh, I've been cheated. It's okay. Oh, you got the tiebreaker. This mm-hmm. is yeah. This is four four. This is four four tiebreaker. I'm so glad it got here. Um, man, the screw script, you all. You should have watched NXT, Noah. You know you should have. This, had this. It, it's the script writers, man. I'm being. Oh. All in right, fairness, well, in Jeopardy, sometimes they do allow that. Noah, to happen, you but. should know this. Um, the tiebreaker question, and this is whoever gets it first. If you get it wrong, goes to Noah. Yeah, he gets right. wrong, goes back. What episode number is this episode of WWEGL? Any champion should know this. Cooper knows. I I guess I do. <laughs> you do. No you do. Thirty-six. No. Oh. No. Eh. Alex. I've looked at it. Uh, thirty-four. Eh. Noah. Thirty-eight. Eh. Can we do it Alex? for for who gets the closest? No. We're going until they get one. Oh, okay. 39. Eh, Noah. They're just going to keep going by one. 32. If you do that. Eh, Alex. I don't remember which ones he said. 35. Eh, Noah. 37. Correct. And new. 36 was the last episode. Today is 37. WWEGL Undisputed Champion. I just want to thank my mom out there in the crowd. Hey, you're going to have to hold this victory speech, guy, because we got to go to a quick PSA break. When we be back, we're going to give Noah his flowers. Welcome back into WWEGL. This is the worst day ever. I, I don't know. With either of these two, I didn't like either of these episodes. Okay. Wow. Because Look. Noah wins it. He's been talking about this prophecy forever, so he's never going to live this down. Alex Who's wins time? it. He's going to be like, I'm the champion, and then crap on AEW for many, like hey, two real, hours. Real quick, how many defenses did I have? We'll count that up after the next ad break because okay. I have no idea off the top of my head. Gotcha, brother. gotcha, gotcha. Um, Two Here is your phone back, Alex. Oh, I can't believe prize. that. I'm so upset. Uh, uh, do you want to <sighs> say anything, Noah? The first two-time champion? Dang, it feels good to be elite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to hear. So, SummerSlam, guys? SummerSlam? Oh, God. It, sure. It slammed at the summer. It, it, was, it happened. It was a party, and it was the summer. Um <laughs> Doesn't mean it was a good party. I've been to a bad house party or two. It was not a good. That, that was like the house party at the end of the night. The cops show up or something like that. Arrest everyone. Like that was so. It started so hot though, man. I mean, I you know those first few matches, I was like, this is good. Ricochet, this is good. Logan Paul, it's pretty good. That it was the start, right? Yes, it yeah. wasn't anything like spectacular. I don't think it was like. I think 
they could have gone like harder. But I mean, I thought it was a good match, and I liked basically Ricochet trying to do Ricochet things, and Logan Paul just trying to get the most heat as possible mm-hmm. with using the brass knucks to win and getting Samantha Irvin to say his name. Samantha Irvin's part in it was the most interesting yes, thing in the whole match. Exactly, just seeing how Logan was trying to like get at her and yeah, you know, and mess with Ricochet yeah, and stuff like that, true. mind games and all that. And apparently, I think Ricochet might get a little bit of a push going forward because the new image for Raw has him directly in the middle. Him, Seth, Becky, and I think Rhea. I mean, I like Ricochet. I think he might need a little bit more in terms of character. No disrespect meant, of course. Very talented wrestler and whatnot. But, I mean, it was a good match. I mean, Logan Paul was – again, this was – this kind of was one of the tougher matches, though, because it was obvious that Ricochet didn't stand a chance. Like, Logan's not going to lose to Ricochet. No not he not after losing. That's he true, cheated. but yeah. the, he, I, I like a good cheat win, though, because it, it adds a little, a little bit to it. And But, I mean, you know, it was, it was a solid opener. I was like, that's a pretty good match. Dude, pretty good match. Immediately after Logan Paul won, I saw, like, I think, I don't know, it was, like, in the first couple of rows uh, oh. on the camera side, there was this, like, tiny, tiny little child with a bottle of Prime, who was just, like, jumping for joy that Logan Paul won. And I had never felt more old. Like, that was, that was good. Just, like, hollow inside, you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, time has passed me by, and I don't understand the youth. That was oh, the best night sure. of that kid's life. Jake Paul went on to beat Nate Diaz. Man, oh, that kid right. was going hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Also, um, right after this match, there was a Justice for Katie Vick sign spotted in the, in the audience. <laughs> Because I saw it and I was like, there ain't no way, brother. I said, hey, hey, you got you to pack that up. Triple H is like, all right, we're never cutting to that side of the stadium again. The question is, was that sign worse than the um, book, women, your women's division, worse better than for the AEW sign? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, that sign was for, well. They, okay, also AEW like, cut directly to that. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was no, perfectly it, so I could see the Katie Vick sign because it was it was a thin piece of paper and you could see it through, so it was like in reverse order. So they just passed over it. But yeah. like, WWE's production crew knows what they're doing sometimes. AEW doesn't, so there's, there, there might be the difference. the rubber match. Alex's favorite match in the card. Cody Rhodes defeating Brock Lesnar and the most Brock Lesnar type match I've ever watched. Of he if he beats the crap out of the baby face and then if the baby face gets the win, he'll get the dramatic comeback. Uh, he did use the three crossroads, so I guess that is like unbeatable, unkickoutable. I mean, if he if someone kicks out of that, yeah, it's like Cody a, might as well just quit, brother, a, or debut atomic bomb finisher. Yeah, he better he better use a tiger driver or something like that. <laughs> like I don't know what he's gonna do if someone kicks out of that. Yeah, but. I really I really don't like the three crossroads personally, but that's also because I'm a I'm a bona fide Cody hater. Obviously, I also think it's a, um, it's a little much. I think one, I think it it, it de- like it, because you have to use three. That means like if you get beat by one crossroads, you're a scrub. Basically, I don't know, man. Like so. everybody uses like a million. I mean, Seth kind of finisher finishers. spams the yeah, stomp every, now. So. Yeah, I mean, like, no when's look. The last time that you know Brock and Roman ended after one spear or well. one F five, like you know. I'll say this: It's definitely an indictment on on where modern wrestling is with that. I would say more than anything else, because like protected finishers in WWE specifically are not really yeah. much. They do them all the time. Like is that. There any? I mean, in the days is the only thing. Bron- I can think of. and Reeds. Yeah, oh, the tsunami. Yeah, but again, Bronson Reeds has been our, only been around for a couple. Of People love so the splash, and I guess Logan's knockout punch is pretty protected. He just never hits it. <laughs> but it, but it is like it, I'm just saying they 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 in fact do that, and then I would say. Uh, that's probably the, it was Baron Corbin in the days because he hasn't had anybody kick out of it. I think that he said like that was his. Gunther's like, power bomb. 
pretty. Uh, I, think, I don't know. I think someone take that. If, that. if we're going back to NXT, people have definitely For done sure. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like actually, you know, it's it's interesting that the most protected finisher in wrestling is from like one of those like flippy indie guys that people say are killing wrestling and the believability of it. It's gonna Kenny Omega and the One Winged Angel. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, which I don't, don't even don't even get me started on that. I thought I thought Cody and Brock was fine. I like Brock showing respect at the end. Um, I don't know where we go with Cody. He ripped from his shorts, this. man. He ripped his. He did rip his shorts. Yeah, that's we funny. we almost got. We almost got got a show. I'll say that. <laughs> I, you know, I liked the match. Honestly, oh, it, it, it was good. it was too slow and methodical for me personally. Because I yeah. like I don't think the and this is again part of the problem going into the match is that the story doesn't match what they're telling you that it is. And this match was telling a story that is not the case, basically, in a, in a sense. However, it is a nice reminder that Brock is an all time great. He just is. Oh, for sure. He's he's dangerously close to maybe being in my top five of all time because of the variety that he's able to provide, even though he's so... No- like, there was that one move where he just, like, did, like, a gunt wrench and just threw Cody in the <laughs> air for no reason. Cody, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. I love that. You don't even got a name for that. That's just the... Some people say that was a shopping bag move. He just throws the shopping <laughs> bags over his head. And then we get on to the... Dummy. Yeah. Slim Jim Battle Royal. And who wins but one L.A. Knight and immediately after has already filmed the Slim Jim commercial with Bianca Belair. That Slim Jim money, brother. That Slim Jim money. Yeah, Alex, what do you, you you look like? You're not happy. It was um, truly the highlight of my night, which is actually it was my highlight of my mid Sunday afternoon while I fell asleep <laughs> on my couch. Um, Skybar man, he uh, woke anyway. up to LA Knight winning. He's like, yeah. No, I actually I actually woke up to uh, EO cashing in, but that's all other. Actually, no, I woke up to Roman walking. That's all other story. We'll get there when we get there. Um. Now it's pretty cool. I mean, you I know, Battle Royal is pretty. Good. LA, Knight, LA Knight's over, and it's like it's a very unique thing to see that he's so organically got the entire fan base behind him in such a way. And I mean, they all wanted him to win, and he and Sheamus did that spot, and they made up for the fact that he botched it like the night before, or whatever. Um, but pretty cool, champ. Pretty. My boy almost came back. <laughs> My boy, Almost he, sapiens rise up. Hey <laughs> Omos was having a good time, man. He was cool. Omos is a great guy. He got, I would, that, he got that big money entrance from MVP. He did. Too. That I would, was great. I would unironically love to have Omos on the show. I've heard he's a complete they, sweetheart. They need um, to put him in the hurt business, brother. I don't. <laughs> we can't put every <laughs> single person in the hurt business, brother. He can, brother. It would. Um, it would make every single person a lot cooler. Though. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would but, <laughs> yeah. Um. But I thought Ellie Knight. I thought it was actually a well-paced battle royal, even though that's hard to say because it was for Slim Jims. You know. Yeah. It's, I mean, battle royals without any we're... stakes are kind of like hit or miss. At the be- battle royals are kind of hit or miss at the best of times. Other than like the rumble, which right? I mean, yeah. But but like the rumble has stakes usually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, the first little bit of it was very kind of like, oh, punch, kick, Mm -hmm. lean against the rope, kind of like standard fare. But then like, as you start getting further into it and everybody gets more of their individual spots in, it became a lot more exciting. Um, interesting that the current United States champion, uh, did not receive an entrance and was just one of the guys in the battle royal. One of the boys! Yeah. Well, yeah. you know... Theory's title reign's not long for the world. Only the megastar, which is crazy, because he's, like, this one of the longest-reigning U.S. title holders ever right now. Yeah. Um, Long-term like long booking, time. brother. Um, then yeah, we suppose. get to <laughs> the MMA fight. Oh, my God. Shayna Baszler beats Ronda Rousey. No wonder you went to sleep. Um... I, I'll say this. I think that part of this fighting it because the crowd wasn't against it, you know? Like, there was no – the crowd that could not care. 
which sucks because I thought the build was done really well. And I am a man of my word. I will no longer say anything good about Ronda Rousey. Um, well, here's on the show. here's the thing. I mean, how <laughs> as as good as the storyline buildup has been towards this particular match, um, and as good as like the performances of Shayna and Ronda has been, um, at the end of the day, you are asking a wrestling crowd to buy into worked shoot fighting yeah um which just traditionally speaking has not been anything that anybody is interested in so i don't i don't particularly blame the crowd for being like anti-reactive to this match like it not even not even booing or negative just like nothing at all it was a black hole of reaction it really i think the structure on the card putting it after the la night match is in my opinion very tone deaf because People were gasping every time he almost went over the rope and every time he did everything because the whole crowd loved him. Whether you liked it or not, whether you agree with it or not, that's the way it was. And putting this kind of match after that was, I think, a very big mistake for one. Number two, this whole thing reeked of Vince's brawl for all. Like, the whole idea of doing real fighting in your wrestling promotion is the stupidest thing that's ever been done. It's never been cool, not bro, once. It brought in ratings, bro. No. Bro, <laughs> they like should have just done the fight pit. It it's so it was uh, so disappointing. Lost some, <laughs> it was lost slow, some yeah, but it would have been a lot better if people would have saw the cage around the thing than just seeing yeah, like a regular ring. Pipe it has a little bit of theatrics to it. Yeah, it like they like the, the lion, like the Kim Shamrock, the lion's, lion's den, den. Mm-hmm. the lion's den. Let the people know about the lion's den. No, I mean it was just it was slow. It was hard to follow. And again, like like is it a shoot fight but it's you know somebody's going to win and honestly it didn't seem very clear that Ronda tapped out I was kind of confused at the she ending didn't tap. it was technical knockout she got, oh. she got slept oh i didn't i didn't really she pay attention she, she um i thought this match was terrible champ got any got any comments to say instead of doing the mma match what if instead we did a coal miner's glove on a pole match <laughs> You tell me you get a pole up there, you put a coal miner's glove on there, and you tell me that ain't going to bring in some ratings, brother. I, I mean, they, they could have just done it differently, and it's it's a shame. And I know it's probably what these two people, like what Shane and Ronda wanted, but it's still bad wrestling and bad storytelling and a bad match. Well, speaking of bad news, we have to go to a quick PSA break. We'll be back as these brief messages. Welcome back into WWEG on Wiggle 91.1 FM. We were running through that SummerSlam card. We have a new champion, Noah. We're going to keep mentioning that. Two times. <laughs> That's all he can say. Um, yeah. Also, I thought it was really funny when, sorry, I'm looking back through my notes. During the Battle Royale hype video, they showed the Macho Man hoisting the WCW belt over the turnbuckle. And I'm wondering, what Battle Royale must that have been from? And why was that Don't a choice to me. include? It was because like, it's the Macho Man. It was the, clo- it was the closing shot. Okay, I guess that actually makes sense. But Be- still, like. Because LA Knight said in his, he mentioned the Macho Man and his promo. They were like, mention the Macho Man more. And even in the, sum- the Slim Jim commercial, with Bianca and LA Knight, at the very end, you hear the Macho Man go, "Oh yeah, yeah." They I love Macho like, Man. The original commercial on the screens in it and all that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, I love that. That commercial is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so goofy. We now get to. Are you gonna buy a Slim Jim, brother? Uh no, but Speaking I will think about the Macho Man when I walk by the Slim Jims. If that counts. When I think of meat, you know, it's like Slim Jims, I think of big meaty Miss back and meat. Which is, is the Finn Balor and Seth Rollins Which match. is the Gunther and Drew oh, McIntyre match, brother. I didn't write anything about that match. Good uh, match. I mean, not it's not the greatest match between those two. It was probably the WrestleMania was better, but good match. Right winner won. I do like how on the Raw beforehand they like started building the Chad Gable-Gunther thing. Yes! <laughs> Which was hilarious. Like It was a go-home Raw, and they were like, all right, we got to build Chad Gable. I got bad I news Gable. for you guys, though. 
Chad Gable literally, if if Gunther wins at payback, he gets the record. So Chad Gable has no shot of winning. God dang it! Wait, what? what will be the next pay per view to payback? What's after that one? Um, I don't. It's something stupid. I mean, you could, if you really want to write you the could story, stretch it. Because no, because here you have this. You have the Imperium stuff that happened on Monday. I'm not going to sidetrack too much, but like you work in Imperium, helping Gunther win or whatever, and then it's like okay, he gets the record, but then Chad Gable wins inside That's what Hell in a Cell do. or whatever the heck the next pay per view is. What they should do, and they should have Alpha Academy help Gable, and it'd be like this big moment, especially since that's how much they've been building Alpha Academy. The problem I'm just is, letting you know he's not winning at Payback, guys, or if he does. I mean, we want Gable, do we want Gable to win as as badly as I don't the want I don't want it at the cost of the, the of Honky Honk Man always getting his last laugh. I don't I don't know, man. You guys are forgetting <laughs> that the megastar Mid Carter is now on Raw, so I think he's coming for the well, Intercontinental. He's, he's no, he's, no, he's, no, he's not. He's in a uh, yeah. So Gunther's gonna Gunther's just gonna keep winning until a certain yeah, L.A. Just, and Knights. Wait, did they trade him to Raw? No, he just showed up on Raw. <laughs> the, the brand split does not exist. It's anyway. I, I'm like I'm like I'm like he just showed up on Raw, which is I mean well, it's no, fine. He won like, the Slim Jim Battle Royale, which means he can ap- appear on both shows to boast the Slim Jim. Did he Jim say money. that? No, he just I'm making it up. I'm trying <laughs> I'm to tell like, you a story. <laughs> I'm like I'm seriously wondering if he said that because like they don't explain anything. Oh the brand split doesn't matter. Um, good match. Any any other any other words? It was good. Yeah, I mean it was good. He it kicked was, out of the Claymore. <laughs> Hey man, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, if he they, they're it's Gunther and True. Like Claymore's you, pretty connected, so that was I was. It is, um, but I mean, against Gunther, yeah, I, I expect several Claymore kickouts. I mean, Gunther's probably the best wrestler in the company at this point. I think would be a I I would say that with a fair amount of confidence to that. So oh no, there is there is not. I mean, like it. you know, oh, he's I saw this, uh, this lovely little video that WWE did where somebody like asked him. Uh, what he thought about Samantha Irvin's oh, yeah. introductions for him, and he was very nice. He, he is very it. nice. Yeah. yeah, he said he said he is like a very nice fellow. And then when they asked him about the name change, he's like, "Yeah, I was lucky. I got to use my name for a while, and they told me it was a thing." But I, I like the name. He's like, he's just like very pleasant, which is the opposite of his on-screen character. So it's, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, his name's yeah. Walter. How mean can he be? Come on, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good. Come on. Um, then we get on to Seth Rollins. Versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. I will say this was better. This was yeah. This was a clutch change of vote clutch, by me like four times for uh, for Alex and Noah here. Um, this was a very good match, better than the last match. I still think Finn should have won, but I I like the way the match ended. I was fine with it. Mm. I still t- think Finn should have won. I think that's what like you can give the title back to Rollins. Like just give Finn a short have the moment. Of them all be holding titles with him holding money in the bank, it'd be a lot more interesting than. But um, no, it's okay. only evolution. I thought the that. ending was very interesting with Finn not wanting to cheat, basically, um, with and use the briefcase. I don't. I don't think it was him not wanting yeah. to cheat. I think he. It was he thought that Priest was going to interfere mm. for to like screw Finn. That's how the commentary tried to sell it after the fact because I saw a lot of people talking about exactly what you said, Cooper. That like. I think people got confused by it like that, where we thought he was trying to interfere, but I think Finn took because I mean there's a judgment day. Like when does he not want to cheat? Right. Yeah, true. Re- re- like, I was like, that's weird for him like to not want to cheat now, yeah. but like okay, but, like <laughs> in all the promos and everything, like Finn's been talking about like how you know his quest for the title has been like make, driving him insane, and yeah. you know he's not been thinking clearly and all that. So yeah. like he so. sees. And and there's that pre-established tension with him and Priest. So when he sees Priest roll up with the money in the bank, he's not thinking, "Oh, here comes my stablemate here to help me." 
and I used the briefcase as a weapon. Here he comes to cash in and take this title from me. Yep. So yeah, I also like the stuff they did on Raw this past week with JD McDonough and uh and just having the tension of building the briefcase again and then like you better get rid of it, you know. So yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see if maybe might have a fail cash in on Roman. Hey, you know, uh anything can happen. I would like to see the the cash in succeed. I would on personally whatever do, title but, it is you know, that he I'm, ends I'm up I'm going to get more. into my theory later when we get to Raw cuz I, yeah. I have a good story on cooking. And I'll say this Logan, uh, one last thing about like we could give it to Ron to give it back to Valor. It's definitely fair to say that if the hallmark of the Vince McMahon era was trading the titles back and forth over and over and over again, 2010 John Cena and Randy Orton I'm talking about you guys 2009 John Cena and Randy Orton I'm talking about you guys. Yeah, the Triple H era is the opposite. Everybody has the belt forever. That's it's, why I hate it. And it, it's a shame because there is a lot of value in giving guys the title briefly. Like, if you if you talk about, if you ask somebody what's the most iconic or remembered WWE championship win, it's, I mean, it, one of the ones that's going to come up is Mankind winning in on the January 4th episode of Raw 1999. RBD winning. Yeah, like, the, and that, that moment for Man, like, probably cemented Mick Foley's legacy if it wasn't already amongst the WWE crowd. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, you know, it's the most hype moment a crowd has ever been in the history of wrestling, in my honest opinion. And that was, he gave it right back. Like, he gave it back, I think, at the Rumble that year or whatever. I don't remember when he gave it back to The Rock. But, like, that was not tarnished by that. Neither was The Rock and Austin kind of trading it back and forth. And it's a shame because there is a lot of benefit to that and benefit I, to heels as well. I like doing certain long reigns, but when everyone has a long reign, it's, it's kind of tiring. Because, like, we know Gunther can't lose it. You know Roman's not going to lose it to Mania. Bianca just had a year-long reign, you know, like, we have so many, like, back-to-back, and theories for some reason having a really long reign, so it's like, I would like to see some other people get the ball for a little while, especially for some people who aren't working. I think Rollins works, but I think Rollins is someone who doesn't need the title, or he could get it back real quick. I think just for that moment of having all the judgments they stand with the title, mm. you know, would be. Um, but it, it also it, shows how little they care because women's tag belts have been Hop, hit, and Hop thrown time. around yeah. like you know. I mean, like it doesn't matter. So that's that's disappointing, obviously. Yeah. But uh, also, Sonya Deville injured. That's true. Oh, They're gonna have to do that. something that about was those quite tragic. Um, about the the actual match itself, I really really liked it. I did too. Um, I thought I I agree with you. I think it was better than the Money in the Bank match for sure. Um, and I think it was probably the best out of all of the series that uh, these two have had with each other. I really really dug the callbacks to the first Universal title match um, that they had. The Buckle Bombs. Several SummerSlams ago, yeah. Uh, And Finn in particular uh, sending Seth into the same barricade where he broke his shoulder. um, So, yeah, there's there's some neat little callbacks and storytelling going on here. Um, And uh, I I dug the finish. I've heard some people kind of rag on it, saying that, like, I don't know, it makes Finn look stupid or something. Um, but I don't know. I think it made sense within his character. Yeah. Um, I agree. We then get to the women's um, WWE Women's World Title match between Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka, who has lost it in one defense, basically. First you know, pay-per-view defense. You, you hope for something cool, and then you get it, and then the monkey's paw curls and <laughs> ever tighter uh, in the world of WWE. Um. Bianca, it's surprisingly none of us predicted this. Bianca Belair winning. I thought it was a really good match, so like I was fine with that. I still think it was weird that you give Oscar the title for Bianca to immediately win it off in a triple threat. Like not even Charlotte, you know, like Bianca just. But it made sense with what happened afterwards. Mm. Except 
Bianca should have won when she hit that 450 splash. But of that course, it had to be a surprise roll-up because Vince, Vince's stench was all over this dang pay-per-view. Vince is actually incapacitated with spine injury, so it may not be. Uh, you heard of Zoom, a, brother? A larger investigation. And a larger investigation into it. Yeah, him, and he so. said, I, I uh, stay that I still had did no, knowingly did nothing wrong, which is, you know. Well, he's got to get hmm. a neck brace, brother, for course. Hey, man. All I'm saying is, like, <laughs> if you want, like, the, the 450 splash was so cool, and I was like, that's awesome. She's just Especially came back. Especially like a baby she stuck it. Moment, yeah. yeah, but then it's like surprise roll up out of like the figure eight or whatever. I don't even know. Like just, uh, it was annoying and I would have liked it. Like kind of deflated it for when EO came in cashing, which was cool. Except, you know, Bailey was there. I do. No, I thought the EO cashing was awesome, especially since it was a year to the day when damage control debuted. And like, we all thought it was to reinvent Bailey and have these guys pull up, but it was shockingly it's EO after the Mm. full year. Bailey chasing the title for like six months, never getting it, you know, them getting buried and buried and buried, and finally EO gets the moment, which I thought was really nice. And, and Dakota Kai showed and up. And Dakota Kai coming showing up was awesome. So she apparently arrived during the Gunther match. Yeah, because she she Saw flew that. in the day of. She didn't get word to like one PM. Oh wow. Um Orlando time. But uh I will say this. Hopefully what Cooper said doesn't happen again. Well hopefully. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, I don't feel like EO Sky's time. long for this world, but you know. I would definitely say unfortunately not. Can we talk about how like y'all were like saying, Oh, well the titles need to be short reigns and stuff like this, and y'all got one. Y'all like, Oh, Oscar shouldn't know. No, oh, I'm not oh. saying all titles should be short reigns. I'm saying like Oscar you don't I'm lose joking, it I'm off of one defense I'm though. That's what I'm saying. I'm joking with y'all. I'm joking. My thing is like I, got jokes. I mean, you bring you bring up a point. We're gonna talk about the point. Like you know, yeah. I mean, we're not come on, the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, champ. I mean, look, no, it's fair, but I, I think it's the fact that again, like I said, you've got all this methodical timing put into the men's wrestling, and then the women's division is like, hey, who cares? Because that that's how it feels. Because like if if you have such a consistent product across one half of your roster, and the other's like, Meh. Yeah. long reigns. What's that about? Who? I mean, like at least it shows it doesn't matter. It shows it doesn't care. It's the way that's the way it is. At least we knew, like we knew going in that Belair was better than Oscar. They had proven that in every match. The only one that Oscar won was with the Mist, and she had already used the Mist on Charlotte. So it's like her one trump card kind of yeah. gone. So I get that to a certain extent. I do think should have been the four fifty instead of roll up, but I digress. Four fifty was golden. We I, was, get, I popped for that. We uh. get into. Do I even want to say it? I, you know what? I don't want to say it. I ain't going to go. We're going to go to a PSA break and we'll talk about this garbage fire. And when we get back, I'll defend it. Garbage fire. Welcome back. It's time to get into the main event of the biggest party of the summer. Jey Uso, Roman Reigns, the undisputed universal title. Is there anything more to say? What do no? I would would like to start this off with a discrepancy that I have. It's tribal combat. Y'all couldn't have like got out like some spears. (laughs) <laughs> Some tiki's. Y'all had a Viking Raiders match with a Viking ship attached to the uh, ring on Raw. Y'all couldn't have like had some stuff. Y'all couldn't have put, took a strap or something. Y'all couldn't have like made it more tribal combaty. I think um, the the idea would be that Viking culture is of the past, and there's no one you can offend. But with Samoan yeah, culture, it still currently exists. WWE to, <laughs> no, to, to, respect, I respect to it. I I agree. There should have been like, for example, the whole point was that there could it was supposed to be definitive, and there couldn't be outside interference, and there was like three I times. I love that there are like no disqualifications, no count outs, but no family members can help you. And you know then you know what I Solo would've... and Jay. You know what <laughs> I what I would have liked. 
uh, that I think could have further emphasized the tribal combat thing without potentially offending people. Uh, bring in the elders. That's what I was as, like say. judges. Yeah. Yep. You know, I would agree. Hundred yeah. percent. My idea the elders, was to do a strap and that would have been, been awesome because you would have had like you could bring in the um, the wild Samoans. You could have Rikishi mm-hmm. stop Solo. Yeah, right, right, right. From you know, have them stop them and let it be that. You know, instead, I love too with their whole thing. They're like, you know, it's no disqualification, no countout, but you can't have interference yet. It doesn't matter because there's no question, no count out, and they just have interference anyway. Right. You know, I'll say this too. Um, I, I agree with that on having like the the uh, leaders show up or something like that. But again, Triple H tell you, well, the story's not finished, and that's when we finish the story, which the story's never going to be finished. Blah 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 We're blah. We're the bottom blah, of stupid, third, stupid, buddy. Stupid. Apparently, um, apparently, it's basically Roman and uh, Paul had to say of when the story's finished. So he's beaten that San Martino record, brother. <laughs> WCW permeates every aspect of wrestling today, and you can't convince me otherwise. Anyway, um, it's when Roman so... finally wants to go home and hang out with his kids full time. <laughs> this um, he already gets like three months break, Amen. so it really now, doesn't now he's matter. now he's, he's now he's injured, so he's he's gonna be taking more time off. Apparently, and he's not um, dropping the. There's no way nope. they haven't dropped the belt at the longest reign of all time. It doesn't matter if they lose money; they're having Roman keep the belt. Yeah. And, but, Sorry, go ahead, Logan. So, like, I, I mean, he ain't ever dropping that belt. He gets to see, he gets to, he gets to like go to SmackDown like three weeks at a time and skip three months after that, and he the, gets to see his kid. What was the uh, the thing that I sent you after the match? It was from uh, some uh, Twitter user. Let's that see. I saw. Oh yeah, it was it was from Trevor Dame, but on Twitter. <laughs> I like that <laughs> yeah. guy. He's funny. Trevor Dame's he pretty said, funny. Uh, Sammy be Sammy beating Roman isn't the story. Cody beating Roman is the story. Cody beating Roman isn't the story. Jay beating Roman is the story. Jay beating Roman isn't the story. Cody beating Roman is the story. Here's the story. Roman wins a lot and stares and oos always oos. <laughs> That's true. So that I think was my biggest issue with this, and it's what it's what I wrote down. Which I've also got a hilarious thing that Michael Cole said at the end that I got down in full quotes because it was the most absurd commentary I've ever heard in my entire life. And we'll get to that. But like this, the problem with this match is that it's pretty much why we've all been begging the Bloodline story to end because. One, the moment they insulted the masses by referring to Jay in his entrance as main event Jay Uso, which <laughs> I think is insulting all of us. By you the have way, that WrestleMania main event. Um, I think it's still insulting all of us, one way or the other. You have that, and you know Roman's not going to win. So what happens is you get a heatless pile of mush that is thirty-seven minutes long. I, it's... I I don't know. I don't. I disagree with that. I think the the Jay Uso. Um... And like even like the main event, Jey Uso, you know, tagline on him. I think that works. I think his okay, fair enough. He and he was a, a the crowd. I thought was very much behind him. The crowd was yeah. behind him. The crowd was into him. I mean, you see that entrance. They were. It was like a. It was like a concert. The way they were moving up and down for that it entrance. Was, and he awful. looked like he looked like a million bucks. The thing is, I think the crowd's into it, but you still know the winner. Like everyone at home. Knows exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the match was thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, holy that's cow. The thing that I do. Agree I with. heard it was gonna go yard, and I was like, "There's holy no cow!" It was way. thirty-seven minutes, man. It, it wasn't. It was like past midnight, like yeah. at the location, right? Probably. I don't, I don't know. Um, and of course, um, if that's not Joe, we knew Jay was gonna win. Win, like you, you know that going in. Anybody who thought there was, I'm sorry, because you're just. You, you haven't watched the same TV show I have watched where Roman just wins every single week. Yeah, right, right. And it's, but, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead because I, I want to I say my thought after you say your thought. It's just, it, first of all, I wrote down that the match had the pacing of a history textbook. But also, <laughs> it's just bad storytelling in my opinion at this point because here's what Michael said at the end, right? And this, and 
I know I harp on commentary a lot because commentary tells the story. Like that, they're telling you what wrestling is not telling you, essentially. And Joey Styles famously mocked WWE for saying that you had to tell stories when you're broadcasting. Mike Cole said, and I quote, I've applauded Roman Reigns on a number of occasions for doing everything he can to continue to reign and his historic run as champion. But tonight, I'm nothing but disgust for Roman Reigns, for Paul Heyman, for Solo Sokoa, and more importantly, for damn Jimmy Uso. And this is the problem that I have with this whole storyline. <laughs> because in the promo, which got me believing a lot, you had Jay say things like, I believed in you. You believed in your terrorist warlord cousin? Because that, that that's the character that Roman plays. He is the evildoer that is ruling over the entire land of wrestling with an iron fist. He is the bad guy. And, like, you're telling me that... Of all the times he has cheated and cheated again and told everyone how worthless they are and bullied his cousins into the ground, dug a hole in the ground, threw them in the ground, poured dirt on top of them, and then shot a bomb at that. You're telling me now that this is like the fact that Jimmy Uso decided to betray Jay. That's like the limit. That's where he's now the bad guy. Well, I don't even think. Your lead commentary applauds the top heel in the company. I don't even think he was Betraying him to go back to the bloodline. I think he was just betraying him to betray him because he was mad that his brother defended his honor and went after Roman and tried to take the title. I guess he was jealous. But I mean, like, this is a team. This is like, they're, you got to understand, well, okay. not every tag team has to be broken <sighs> up. And like, there is ways they want to do, a lot of people are like, oh, they want to do a brother versus brother match. There is ways you can do a brother versus brother match, and it doesn't have to be a heel turn, especially something that makes no sense after they just fought Roman and Solo right before this and got turned on, and he got beat up by Roman. Why would he help Roman? Even if he doesn't like his brother, he can let his brother win and attack him afterwards. Mm. Like, it makes no sense for him to help Roman. And no, it's just... I just it's to the point where like, I just don't care about a bloodline segment anymore. And good thing is Rowan's gonna be off TV for forever. And it sounds like they're gonna stretch this um Uso versus Uso storyline out to WrestleMania. So we may not even see this for a while. I so. mean, just imagine if you're sitting there and you're at the very end of the greatest wrestling pay-per-view of all time, WrestleMania X seven. Um <laughs> and I think you mean and- AEW all in Wembley, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when we get well, there. I also, have, I also have a theory on that. Um, <laughs> imagine you're there and imagine that that um Stone Cold Steve Austin shakes the hand of Vince McMahon and in on all of our millions of television sets that we're watching that, you hear Jim Ross say, That's awesome, man. This <laughs> Steve Austin, this man, they're gonna be a great team because that's how it feels every time I hear this entire storyboard of writers, commentators, and everybody talk about the like most heelish heel that the company has had in how many years? Like, really? It's I mean, it's it just drives me bonkers and I've never understood it. But Cooper, I feel like through your eyes you have something you want to say, so I'll throw it over to you. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm <laughs> fascinated by this just uh, black hole of anger Garble. and, and, and Noah, vitriol. he is angry. It just, I can't, I can't stand uh, If you want to know my, I, can I read, I am going to read my tweet. I want <laughs> to read my, I, I don't tweet about WWE ever. I tweet about AEW if you Oh, we know. know you tweet about AEW, um, Logan. But I quoted this in anger after SummerSlam. When Paul Heyman said, this is only um, the third inning and they haven't even hit their stride yet. There's nine innings of this. And I said, please, someone kill me. Um, if <laughs> we have to wait, please, for the love of I God. I said, if we have to wait until next year's Mania for a chance, 
at Roman losing because I still don't think they would choose Cody. Um, then we might have to stop covering the bloodline segments because I don't think I can take it. I will walk out of the room and I'll let you guys cover it. If the world's largest tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does it make a sound? If this, congratulations, you're in the ninth inning and nobody's watching because nobody people cares. People will be watching, though. I know people will, people but will. it's... <sighs> the thing is, we're the minority. We are the minority. That's all that matters. Because a lot of people thought this turn was good and I feel bad for them I, because they I, are illiterate. I, I will... I... I, I will throw I will throw my two cents in there. I don't think this is the single greatest wrestling moment of all time. That that is John Tenta and the Big Boss Man in a sock full of uh, quarters on he a pole match. You made me watch that. <laughs> um, but obviously Jimmy and Jay want to do their WrestleMania match, and having it start the feud like this, I think, is the best way for them to get the heat they need. For that to be a big money match on WrestleMania. And they set it up a while ago with Jimmy, you know, being mad that they chose Jay to be the future successor of the bloodline a few SmackDowns ago. Was he mad about that? I don't Well, he care. wasn't what? mad. I really, he, he wasn't, he wasn't yeah, mad I mean, in the moment, but he was like, you know, h- hanging his head down, you know, mean mugging, all that sort of stuff. He just looks like that. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, he just looked. You know what? My thing is, I don't. Unless they, it's like it's stated. Uh, yeah, they can seems. justify it as much as they want. I don't care. Real quick, we're about to go to another PSA. May break. I say one thing? Sorry, uh, we don't got a lot of time. Okay. I'm gonna do this quick so you don't have to. So you don't have to hear it. Let me give myself four minutes. G1. Um, we are in the G1 quarterfinals. Was today. Um, we had Evil beat Sonata, first loss of the whole G1 tournament, and he's out. We had Okada beat Zack Sabre Jr., so he's in the quarterfinals. Ooh, Osprey, boo! Osprey beat Hikaleo. <laughs> no, no, no. Osprey beat. No, did Osprey beat Hikaleo or was it? Who did Osprey beat? One moment. <sighs> Who was Okada it? Okada shouldn't have beat o- Osprey. Uh, beat David Finley. David Finley, yeah. which shockingly, uh, I, I was I was happy about that. I got a little worried there, and Hikaleo got beat by um, Tetsuya Naito. Naito. Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of the final matches were pretty good. I heard the Shingo Evil match was actually decently fun to watch because it was like it's they had LIJ actually help Shingo and mm-hmm. like it looked like he might have win. I heard um, I watched ELP with Osprey and it was fantastic. You should go watch that. Um, I'm gonna keep catch up on this and we're actually gonna do the G1 final when we come back Monday. It's gonna come out on Sunday. And we're gonna talk about it Monday, but we need to talk about other wrestling and I don't really want to focus on most of the stuff I haven't watched. So. You, you can go back you to your thought. Okay, I was just going to say that I agree completely with Noah's thought, but, like, you could have Jay win the belt and then do, like, the brother gets jealous of his brother that's the champion. Look at Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy in WrestleMania 25. Uh, that's, yeah. not, that's not the best that's example. Not sell, that's well, not selling tickets, okay, okay. Look, Matt Hardy with the championship is not when selling Jimmy, tickets. No, no, <laughs> just, no. That, that match was bad. When Matt, Jimmy no, kills okay, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about the <laughs> match, but, like, it was a very simple Jeff won the championship, and Matt betrayed him because he won the championship. Instead, Jimmy's betraying Jay because Jay might have become a main eventer after this match. Like, but the, again, because they refused to take the belt off Roman, you could have done it. And I would like if you have Jay win this match, and then Jimmy get jealous, two pay per views down the line, betray him, give the belt back to Roman. Roman does, haha, you're both beneath me. And then Jimmy and Jay fight each other. But I think it's, I think it's the fact that like, what? Can we believe that the New Day is the only faction to never turn on each other? <sighs> Good. I, you I, the I right answer. Hey, and they're back. Um, That's true. With that being said, any final thoughts? We go to a oh. quick PSA break, and we're going to pause for station identification. Two time. Two time. Welcome back and welcome back into WWE Joe. We're going to one point one FM. We're getting in that second hour, the final 
second hour for maybe a long time. We gotta let you know this yeah. EGL is officially moving times. We are moving to Mondays at nine, and if we aren't, then someone is gonna get a chair. Let's just say that. Um, if a it's chair not covered in barbed wire. <laughs> Maybe we might br- we goodness. might sick John Moxley on him, you know. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think yeah. John, John. Just hearing that over the radio waves, I think he's already starting to bleed, man. Watch out. <laughs> what do we, we want? Like the bad I signal, but for blood. <laughs> we want to get into the actual biggest party of the summer that happened on that Saturday. It's time to collide, brother. Hey, hey. Even people at SummerSlam watching Collision on their phones. Collision was great. You started it off with. A TM Big Beady Men Smack and Meat match of Big Bill and Brian Cage versus FTR for the AEW Tag Team awesome. Titles Woo. in the Midnight Express Country. Noah was very happy because they did a tribute to. Um, what it was, was Condry. Yep, there you go. You had it. They had. Uh, was it Dax wearing the Love Machine? Yes. Um, yep. sh- jacket coming out. Mm-hmm. This match was pretty good. They basically had the Big Meaty Men wipe the floor with FTR, and FTR used their smarts to knock. Um, Big Bill out of the off the off the ring and hit the shadow machine really quickly on Brian Cage. Didn't make them look any weaker, and if anything, it raised their stocks. And I still want to see them some point win those tag team titles. And I guess he's a part of the embassy now. Big Bill is yeah on yeah. Wikipedia technically. Yeah, they're a, they're a fun team. <laughs> Prince, Prince, Prince Nada came down. So as of August fifth, he is with the. I embassy. think he's like a loose embassy member. I think like Nada represents him at least for the tag matches. But I don't think he'll be. Until he starts officially being like, if you see him with the embassy, then he's fully apart. But like, he's not. He's like, like what Jeff Jarrett was to the Bullet Club. Yeah, he's like he's an affiliate. He's an affiliate. <laughs> yeah, he is a mogul affiliate. Yeah, They're go. bringing that back. I want to see Big Bill with ski mask. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they all wear ski mask. Well, except for Brian Cage, actually. Yeah, Brian Cage. But just, he's got his face paint. So Brian Cage is yeah. just Sting now. By the way, guys, <laughs> you, could, you could disguise Brian Cage in a million different things, and people would be like, "That's still Brian Cage." Yeah. I, I recognize. Then we had a fun little um, House Rules, House of Black Trios championship match between them and the team of Dante, uh, not Dante Martin, Darius Martin, Action Andretti, and Lee Johnson returning. Big shoddy. Big shoddy. Um, <laughs> and, of course, the House of Black won. And I don't. I think that was it. Hey, it was a good match, and they won. I did not know this until this match, but Lee Johnson, Johnson is dating and, and Julia Hart. Or he's or dating. He's yeah. dating the, one of the guys in the match is dating Julia Hart, who's the manager of House of Black. And their rules, the way House of Black works, they'll do like an open challenge for any team, and they have like certain rules. Like there's like no like countouts are enforced. Twenty seconds. Um, if disqualifications are heavily enforced or something like that. Um. And stuff like that, but they have like a rule where basically you get to pick. The other team gets to pick one rule, and their rule was no Julia Hart. Yeah, and she, um, she walks away and she looks at Lee Johnson. She said, "You're sleeping on the couch." Yeah, that's pretty good. Like uh, I like that. Hey, and Buddy Matthews is a uh, engaged man. He is an engaged man. Congrats to Buddy Matthews and Rhea Ripley. Michael Cole called Dominic Rhea Ripley's boyfriend on the television screen one too many times, and Buddy was like, <laughs> "Nope, it's time, brother." <laughs> Um, nothing but love in the house. Good match, <laughs> and we are getting CMFTR versus House of Black for the trio's titles next week. I, I might actually watch Collision. My mouth is watering at Ooh. that prospect. I will be. I will be either watching it live or I'll be watching it right after. I collided before I watched SummerSlam. I'm like, this is going to be the better show. So I saw. I saw the end of the Roman match, and I said, "There is no way I can sit through a 37 minute slob fest like that." But anyway, we then we get to no more card blade. Okay, I want to no, no no before we even get to this, I want to say you should watch Collision because they have the best backstage segments 
ever. I was dying at every single. They let Jay White have a, a live promo. Last week, he, they, I wasn't there. They brought out a cardboard Jay White. And so they had the interview with Tony Schiavone and Juice was there with the cardboard Jay White. And Juice is talking for Jay. And all of a sudden, Jay smashes the cardboard version of himself. That's pretty good. And Juice Ross was like, Cardblade, no! Cardblade, Jay Board. <laughs> <laughs> Jay gives an awesome promo. The guns come out to do commentary. They do the guns up with the cardboard cutout, too. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. Um, hey, they, man, Rampage it, had the best backstage segment of the week when Chris Statlander was just squatting Renee, <laughs> Renee Young during the whole thing. Or uh, Renee Paquette, sorry. Well, we'll get to Stat. Uh, I, I got to get to Chris. I got to give it to Christian Cage, though. Chris, we'll, yes. We'll cover that also, when we get there. a great backstage segment. We'll get to that as well. I, I, man, I think I'm ready to collide. Um, JY, of course, getting the win over Metalik like he should. Um, it is Bullet Club Gold's show. I don't care if you say it's punk show. It is the BCG's show. It's so great. They had the guns on commentary, too. They ran and grabbed Cardblade. He's so over now. They need to make a shirt. <laughs> make a shirt. They better um, have those shirts in Duluth, bro. Then we get into stat. Ver- or I think we may have skipped, actually. Well, I- I'm out of order here. But uh, stat, as you mentioned, with the great backstage promo versus Mercedes, so funny. Mercedes Martinez, which I think – was a fantastic match, maybe better than the SummerSlam three-way. It was great. It was great. It was a – like, they were throwing hammers. I just want to see him wrestle again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are going to see him wrestle again, so yeah, I'm very like, happy. It felt like they were kind of going at, like, you know, not quite full gear. Yeah. But, they know. were having slobber knockers. She did um, – Mercedes Martinez did a um, deadlift German suplex off the top rope to Chris Statlander, and I, I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> um, I was like that. She killed her. She's yeah. dead. There's a new champion. Right. Um, and Stat- Statlander also hit the Rings of Saturn, which is just a chef's kiss move. This, You go back and watch this match. You'll love it. I, I will be looking at If you want to watch good women's wrestling, watch Collision, because Statlander's on there, and she's awesome. You know it's not on Dynamite. Anyway. Oh, um, no. um, and this match was great. After the fact, Mercedes attacked. She won with a roll-up, um, bridging roll-up. It was actually it wasn't like a regular just like schoolboy. It was like it was actually looked like she was a struggle. And okay. it looked like two, she might have kicked out, so there was like discretion with the ref. Um, Mercedes attacks um, Stat. She barely survives. Then Diamante comes down. Looks like she's going to stop Mercedes. She just starts attacking Stat. And then who else to come out but Willow to make the save? Looks like we're going to get a tag match with Willow and Chris versus Diamante and Mercedes Martinez. I think that's official for um, this this Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. something between all of the four of those people is building to something at all in. Maybe four-way. That'd be two four ways. Four way, two four. Well, I mean, if they're doing the original spirit of all in, they just put all the women in the four ways. So, right. which fun. is not ideal. To be fair, uh, I would rather we'll see. We'll get to that. To I be think. fair, I would rather see that four way than I would actually see the AEW we, women's title four way. We will be getting probably going to have Britt Baker in it, and and she, she does stuff like that. I don't feel like they work as well in the four ways. Why I feel like the other ones have a lot of experience there. Anyway. Then we had Samoa Joe getting the fastest win in Collision history, and immediately calling out CM Punk, my king of television. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Your I need to king watch of t- Samoa Joe. Poor Serpentico. The fastest loss in Dark, probably the fastest loss in Dynamite, and now the fastest loss in Collision. Mm. Literally, Serpentico ran at him, Joe just threw him in the air, and then put him in the Kikita Clutch, instant tap out. Awesome. Protect he your champion, like everybody. A million bucks. It was awesome. And then finally, we get to the main of. Wait, Christian Cage. Oh, but can we, real quick, though? Um... Think about the the prospect of Joe and Punk at, at Wembley and yes. how much that's gonna rule. 
That's what I wanted. It's going to be fantastic. And that is when you put the belt on Joe, brother. Yep. We also got SCR calling Real out. Real time. SCR coming out the Young Bucks for Wembley, so that's confirmed. Hey, he heard your cries. See, that's why you have to watch Collision. You're complaining about Dynamite, but they're doing everything you want. On collision, brother. Look, man, it's been a busy few Saturdays. Maybe I'll get around to collide in one of these. You should days. just record. He's got to record it, brother. Yeah, um, I know. That's what I do. I don't. I, there ain't no way I'm watching this live. So, um, we had the Christian Cage promo. The daughter that um, Jack Perry was holding on Dynamite was Christian Cage's daughter because it was the same girl, in the same dress. Christian Cage comes and has the promo with the child there, and she grabs the belt. Um, the goes, Dad, belt. can I hold? Oh, I saw, TNT I saw the promo, title? guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw the promo. Did you win this belt? You win only belt? winners. And you I love, I love that when you watch it the second time, you can see Christian give her give the her cue, the, which yeah. is, which is just good stuff. Good, good stuff all around. Great promo. It's funny, man. <laughs> Security, kick her out. She don't have a backstage pass. That was so, especially. Good. Oh, Christian's so good, man. He's so good. Let him hold that title forever, him and Luchasaurus. What isn't he gonna fight Darby? Yeah. Or Luchasaurus is it not yeah, at all in? Lucha's gonna at all, fight at Darby all at all out. All out. Oh, okay, then, okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. You're like Darby's double booked. What, 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 <laughs> what if Darby gets buried <laughs> in the coffin? How's he gonna get out in time? <laughs> They're gonna up. wheel. Sink's yeah. gonna wheel the co- coffin out at all out, and he's gonna. No, get it's out. a tag team. <laughs> so you have to get both of your opponents. We're gonna find coffin. out in Wembley, man. We Dick don't know. Wayne's gonna wheel Darby <laughs> out at all out. And he's gonna be like, I live. Um. Then we got into the real world championship match, much better than their first encounter. It was Ricky Starks versus CM Punk with special guest enforcer um, Ricky Steamboat, who wasn't the actual referee. They had another referee, and right. Steamboat was there. Of course, you have the referee getting knocked down. Um, really good match. I love the interaction of Steamboat with Punk and Starks, with ultimately Punk picking out the win after Ricky went for another dirty pin, because why not? Um, if it, don't, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Punk ultimately winning with a it was just a regular roll up, right? Yes. Um, but he had it deep. It looked like I mean, like it looked it wasn't looking like he could have kicked out, you know? Um, and then Ricky immediately after um pushing Steamboat into Punk, knocking him down, whipping the belt off of Ricky Steamboat and beating him senseless. That was with crazy. It. And then Punk tried to help him again and he pushed him down again <laughs> and started beating. I was like, dang, this is how they treat the legends here, Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Starks is the new legend killer. <gasps> I saw that, uh, like take running around. I just, I it connected yeah. with my head with Liger and Stark yeah, and no, Steamboat. No old man is safe from Ricky Starks. Oh my! What gosh. old man are they gonna bring out at Wembley, man? I can't. RVD, let's bring him. Let's have another match. Hey, you know, uh, he was great Wednesday. Right, all right, guys, what's an old British wrestler? William Regal. Doug Williams. Uh, Johnny Saint. Um, whoever yeah. I don't know. Uh, True, Regal doesn't seem to be on good terms with AEW, unfortunately. So. <laughs> we can't beat Regal again, <laughs> guys. We can't do it again. Um, there's gotta be someone. Um, we gotta beat up Sarai's dad. Yeah, that's there true. has to be yeah. somebody though. Why can't I think of? Um, this is so fin- weird. Finley doesn't work for the Fed anymore. Not no. anymore. No, and he's, I assume he's New Japan adjacent because of his sons and stuff like. In that, that case, case but... then bring out Fit Finley. Yeah, bring yeah. out Fit Finley. Um, he likes to fight. Ricky exactly. Will Cooper, you have, you have some thoughts here? Hmm? About the... Starks, Starks Bonk. Oh, um, I mean, it was fantastic. Uh, I thought that... Really good episode of Collision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Man, great. not a bad, not a bad thing inside. I can't, I don't have, I don't have zero complaints. Can't believe I missed it. Too bad they only got like 400,000 uh, oh, on the ratings. That was guys. tough. Actually, NXT went up in the ratings this week because of Dirty Dom. Yeah. AEW's numbers are very. This is what's going to happen. When I college think this was football. like the highest rated NXT, like maybe 
ever. It was the I'm highest one of the year. I'm not by talking the year. about NXT. I'm talking well, I'm just saying, about Dirty AW. Dom is officially a draw. It so. was. It was the highest one of the year. I saw that that post. Man, well, if you thought I was apathetic during the J discussion. Imagine how I feel about ratings discussions. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the most no. boring. Well, no, I'm just. No, we're not I'm actually just, gonna. Yeah. Understand. Um, I'm but, just throwing it out there in the world that uh, SummerSlam, Nate Diaz, and UFC is not the greatest mix. Right. Right. Um, also, uh, a, a little segment on. Uh, collision that we didn't talk about uh, was the acclaimed cutting the saddest that promo, promo I've ever seen ever. in my life. I felt so bad. I was like, they oh, basically man. said that Billy's leaving and they need Billy, but they understand why he's leaving and that they're gonna they're gonna bring his boots to the ringside every single time and they're hope he's watching at home. Just broke my heart. And that they Rest love him and they Billy miss Gun, him man. and they and they said scissor me through the TV screen, Billy. And I went, yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was like this and uh, Anthony Bell was showing. True emotion. I mean, like, he was... Yeah, that guy's a star. That guy's a star. I love the acclaimed, man. They, They're awesome. They we get showed, to watch them this week on Collision! <laughs> they, they showed the repeat of this on Dynamite, and my dad was sitting there, and I looked at my dad, and I, like, stuck my fingers out. <laughs> and my dad went, Brother! No. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, is there any final thoughts before we go to another quick PSA break? Two-time champion, no fills. Two-time. Welcome back to the WEG on Wiggle 91.1 FM. We just collided... Want to go to Raw? Why Do we not? have to? We can just. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. I just like. We're just gonna run through it real quick and then get to AEW. How about that? It did suffer from a from a post SummerSlam yeah. uh, haze, and it suffered from the champ coming out second to a guy that beat Brock Lesnar, which I thought was um, a bold strategy. Adrenaline. Well, he confronted Rollins. No, I mean, Rollins confronted. No. no. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying though. Like the champ should come out, and then Cody should confront well, the still, champ. Well, the thing is, Cody. He he did they did that before and then that's when they had the SummerSlam stuff. Plus, if anything, Rollins hasn't beat Cody, so like he wants to get that that skeleton out of his closet. Now that's he's feeling point. more at the top, so it makes sense. Um, we had the Cody Rollins segment plus Sammy and then Judgment Day coming out. Mm. It's fine. Here yeah. here's my didn't theory. move me because I feel like Cody's gonna lose. I don't know why we're doing this. Here you know? here here is my. But they're theory. not doing it. They're doing Shinsuke. Yeah. Here, here's my theory for what you do on this right here. All right, you can do whatever you want uh, for payback and all that, but when you get to Survivor Series and you do war games, you need the you need to do the Judgment Day with McDonough versus a team of Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn probably. And you know who the fourth guy is? You pay this man whatever he wants. You let him sell his toys however he wants. You get Matt Cardona. It's not going to happen, brother. Cody brought him up on Raw like the day after. It's not gonna happen. You brother. pay him whatever he wants, man. He's DDT Universal Champ right now. As the number one fan of the Deathmatch King himself, uh, I concur with that statement. Um, we did have a great match. The IC title four way was a humper mm. between Theory Ricochet. Um, yeah, that's a term going around in the wrestling community, brother. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, Theory Ricochet Gable and Champa with Gable. Finally breaking the hometown curse for the first time in years. That was awesome. The guy won in his hometown, and he had the little – he had the Josh Alexander kid with the kid with the matching singlet. Yeah, yeah. Brought his kid out. It was great. Amazing. Went all the pink. It looked great. He looked great. He went for the – what are they calling his suplex? Oh, I know I'm, it's an O'Connor roll. No, but uh, they don't call it that. Yeah. I don't know what the – They the, call it something because he went for like three is. times, and they finally hit it, and Chompa kicked out like right after. Let me look it up while you keep going. Um, Shinsuke and Bronson happened. I didn't watch that match. Do you? Um, yes, I did. It was pretty good, but unfortunately, neither of them are 
quite Who as won? invested in the... The audience isn't quite as invested in either of them as they should be. Wait, but didn't she say wrestle in the main event? Yes. Shinsuke did wrestle in the main event. Shinsuke, twice? Shinsuke won. Shinsuke's got that dog in him, so... Yeah. That's crazy. He's him. Um, and then they had the Judgment Day backstage segment with McDonough, which we mentioned previously. McDonough's like, hey, you should get rid of that briefcase. <laughs> and then... And they had the Judgment Day, you know, feuding with Finn, still being mad at Priest. Um, don't I believe it's called the Alpha Plex. I that would make think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I think. think that, no, 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 no. Overhead belly to belly suit. No, they called it. So I will. I'm gonna look it up. And no, I mean, um, they probably call it the Alpha Plex because he's from the Alpha. Academy. No, they called it something stupid. Like huh. it was like the final something or something like that. It was something stupid, like something silence or I don't know. Um, we'll get back to it. We'll we'll find out after the break. But uh, actually, the Priest slapped. Little bit Kaiser setting up the Imperium feud. Bro, how you going to uh, tar him down, bro? That is a <laughs> nice-looking man right there, that Ludwig Kreiser. Kreiser? Kaiser. I Bert Kreisner? He is a nice-looking man. Um, I l- thank you, champ. I love the Alpha Academy getting their flowers, man. Even if they're probably going to lose to Imperium, like, the the group is over. They've done the Let work. Let Otis beat Gunther clean. No, the, I mean, yeah. all, all three of them have done the work. I mean, Chad Gable That's has. That's the IC title from him. Yes. Otis. Absolutely. Otis. Otis is just Otis, and Maxine has done her work too, man. Gunther. <laughs> I mean, I really think it could be that man. Make that a war games match. They're I don't doing care. a phenomenal save right there. Um, you have, have Jason Jordan come back for one last match. <gasps> um, what? Where, where am I at? Oh yeah, Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark happened with Becky drinking lemonade and mocking Triple H at ringside. Yeah, I saw that. That that was the thing that I saw most from Raw was uh, people sharing around that image of Becky spitting out the water. Well, you know, yeah. she posted something on Sunday as well where she's like, here I am just uh, – no, it was, it was – I think it was Sunday morning. She's like, here I am making um, lemonade with all these lemons I got. What are y'all weekends up to or whatnot? And everyone's like, Becky, no. Right. Don't do it. That's just Becky, brother. Like, that is her. Yeah. No, I mean, this more is power how she, she talks and lifts. Um, the New Day's back. Yay! When I heard Big E's voice, I thought he was going to appear. Brother, I don't know if we'll ever see Big E again. I'm very sad about that statement, but also I love that man, and I hope he has the best health for the rest of his life. He's either going to be an ambassador or a commentator or something. He could replace Kevin Patrick. He could really Dude, be. him and Corey would unironically be such a great duo because they hate each other. Mm. Wait, who's going to do play-by-play? I guess Corey. Oh, Cole. no, don't Cole you dare. Do, Cole would do play-by-play because Cole's going to be on all the shows now. Don't you dare let Corey on do on play. SmackDown. It's three man commentary between Cole, um, Corey, and Patrick on Raw. It's Wade and Cole now. Cole is going to be on all the shows per ade- per endeavor. He's inescapable. Triple H is also off the board of directors when the Endeavor deal goes through. Really? Yeah, but I mean he'll still be creative. He's just not on the board of directors for WWE anymore because that's what happens whenever Mrs. Shakeups happen. But well, little thing to think about. Rip. Um, put put uh. What's his name? The UFC guy, bald headed man. Dana White. Put Dana White on the board of creative. All right, for that's WWE? what I want. Yes, that's hey, what I want, brother. He, bo- he books some good UCF. He wants uh, more fight MMA nights. matches. Hey, man. LA Knight maybe, segment maybe, with the Miz. Maybe we can revive. I don't know. Power slap like the brawl for all or something. Yeah. Oh god! Let's just get one more controversial, terrible to woman person on the <laughs> WWE board. You know, right, right. Who who are we missing? Who who's our trifecta? I got it, guys. We got a guy with six billion dollars in cash. Dan Snyder, very he's available. We're getting is, the anti Avengers. <laughs> he is WWE sold, board of directors. He has sold his stock in the NFL. He's got he's got he's got you know plans. Um, the LA Knight segment was great. I love how he wears a shirt that's opposite the color of the brand he's on. When he's on SmackDown, he wears a red shirt. When he's on Raw, he wears a blue shirt. Awesome. Um, 
That's so funny. He and is. He is finally hit. He is. I know. What I used to say the BFT sucked, but the way he's been hitting them, been a lot better. I think people have figured it, it out how to sell it. it. Huh? He puts a little stank on it. He puts a little stank on there it. You go. Where it's like he now it's more like an RKO almost out of nowhere. He's just he's finally like sticking people with it. Mm. If people know how to hit it, it looks good, and I don't mind it. But when people don't know how to hit it, it looks terrible. So. Um, good segment though, and Raw definitely needs an extra mid card story from some somebody Shinsuke? like Shinsuke heel turn, Rollins. I mean, yeah. I guess we're getting Rollins Shinsuke. It's something for him to do. So yeah, it's yeah. like every time they put someone in a feud with Seth Rollins, I just want them to beat him. <laughs> yeah, and I like Rollins. I just I don't know. It it just yeah it does feel also. Like... What was Rollins fit at the start of Raw? <laughs> that man trying to be a serious Tony... champion wearing. Like blue sparkly clothes and the biggest Crocs known to man. You forget during his like really cool segment with Finn last week, he wore like a completely see-through shirt. Well, no, which but was I, I believe that. But the Crocs, the Crocs, no, dude, those Crocs are like a thousand dollars. I know, he probably but still. has stock in Croc. No, no, it's not Crocs. It's, it's, the, it's the red boot. Thing. Oh wait, that's right. It's, it's I just someone off of that. someone took the image of Cody and um, Rollins from this week's Raw and put the audio of. Um, this is where my parents were murdered, Raphael. <laughs> and then it's uh, Ross and Kawa Bummer. <laughs> um, oh, man. The problem with the Shinsuke thing is that, like, WWE has dropped the ball with him a hundred times over, which means, that, like, it's not going to go anywhere. Like, like what's – I mean, I like Shinsuke. I really do, and he's a great wrestler. But you know he's not going to win. And then Raquel, but. the champ's favorite. Champ, you want to take? You want to talk about Raquel and Rhea? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If this leads to Raquel Rodriguez beating – Rhea Ripley on a random episode of Raw, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Guess never getting a pay-per-view match. Um, it's going to be a woman-heavy pay-per-view. They better do the Raquel, Rhea, a payback, and, which makes sense, payback for, you know, entering. And they got to do, you know, or I guess we're doing Becky, Becky and Trish on Monday. Becky and Trish on Monday. During, it's in, it's in during the first WWGL on Monday. What are you going to say? It's in Winnipeg, isn't it? No, it's in Calgary. Oh. That's basically in place. That. <laughs> hey, I don't know what Canada like. I barely know Canada exists, so I'm fine with that. Right. I've never been there. They're not a real place in my mind. I just know that um, if you ever mention uh, a person from Winnipeg being from anywhere else that is not Winnipeg, they will gladly correct you. Yep. I also know that the Canadian Prime Jared, Minister though. Justin Trudeau uh, tweeted at Taylor Swift and say, "It's me, hi," uh, and basically begged her to have a show in Canada. So. Boo. Taylor Swift's going to Canada. Don't we don't like we don't like Trudeau, right? Uh, no, he's uh, <laughs> he, say, he, like, has, he has a sketchy, it, right? a very sketchy past. Uh, is 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 the simplest way I can he's, describe uh, it. Well, what's any, his name? Anything son, else about he? Raw? Um, the final match was good. I liked when Sammy came out and tying all that together. It was cool. Injury bug for WWE. His hit. It's oh bad. yeah, I yeah heard about is that. KO yeah. also injured? Yes, literally. Like, like yes. not like uh, not like a. I'm pretty sure line. he's injured. From what I heard, though, uh, Sammy's particular bug is is like a fairly common yeah like you know quick couple of week recovery time sort of thing so like i wouldn't worry too much about that no i think uh, ko might be actually injured though right, um right. any 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 other thoughts before we light the fuse real quick before we go to the ad break it was a fight show i think <laughs> if that, if that as i yawn like like i mean it's just <laughs> like it's it's just it's three hours man it's it's hard to pay attention to anything that's three hours long that isn't Football, especially yeah. when we get uh, <laughs> Jimmy Uso um, recap over and over 
Why, Jimmy? Why? <laughs> like, like, not even they you know, kept uh, actual progression of it. <laughs> um, oh man, like the fuse. Sure, break the, the rules. I had fun, man. I know my tonight. Um, we started with the JAS Town Hall. Fantastic, brother. Fantastic I, segment. I turn. I like turned on the TV kind of late, so the first thing I heard was, "I bought a Chris Jericho T-shirt." <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. That was good. That dude, I'm unironically Daddy Magic when he wants to is one of the best promos in AEW. Go back and watch his promo after the original Blood and Guts match where he talked about missing the birth of his son for Chris Jericho. Ooh. And it was and he bloodied up and stuff like that. They 2.0, give him a little bit of a push. That's that's my thing. Maybe oh. put him in Ring of Honor, give him a little bit of a push. Daniel Garcia, I cannot wait, brother. Dude. Dancing to Doing signify the, uh, his, his uh, breaking away. Then, oh, get out of my face. What a what an absolute icon. Um, Jake Hager might be the last time we ever see him in AW walking off, seemingly. Hey, no. um, I like the way Sammy basically being like, I'm not going to leave you, but if, if you actually get your stuff together, you know, maybe I'll be there. Yeah. Also, wearing the inner circle jacket, too, was a nice touch. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I, I noticed that, that, too. That, that stuck out to me as well, because I was curious about that. Being like, I've been here since day one. You you know, I thought you were my friend kind of thing. You yeah. Know, you gave me this. And, um, as much of a meme it is, uh, the song Judas playing as he betrayed all of the Jericho Appreciation Society, pretty good. Nice touch. It finally, after like four years of being a meme song, might have, might have showed up and, and played a nice role here. What have I become? Yeah. Um, it was a pretty good segment. I didn't. I really did hate though at the end when it's when Jericho's like, "All right, Don, I've got my answer. We'll announce it next week." Like, I get it. That's wrestling. You know, you you, you tease for the next week and get people to tune watch, in. Watch what we do all this for the JA's face turn, and then Jericho's gonna turn face. Yeah, and then it's like all is. for yeah, nothing. Brother, because all of this storyline has to involve Chris Jericho because originally it was about Sammy Guevara, and they went, "Nah, brother." <laughs> yeah, me. Jericho's like, "It's about me." I mean, even even in this, I went like, oh, Jericho it's... does come across as sympathetic like yeah. you know it, you're supposed to feel bad that his little makeshift family slash cult is leaving him um so <laughs> i feel bad know. jake hager left him because <laughs> that's the problem when you, bo- when you boil it down you, you refer to it as a cult and it's really hard to feel bad for the guy like oh no it's, it's the jericho i mean <laughs> it's all centered around 2.0 is guy. prime cult leaders right there it's i mean so the way goofy. they're they drinking the character kool-aid like no other oh for sure for like sure. i love how like everyone questions it except for 2.0 and they're like you're my hero yeah. The problem is Jericho's just at that point in his career when, like, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> like, no. He's like, got money, brother. We don't. I don't. He comes out to a song that is sung by his band every week. Meow, 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 he has all probably, that royalty money. <laughs> he is the most pyro in the company outside of, like, Ricky Baker. Um, But, nah, man. I mean, it was, it was a good segment, though. Um, With that being said, we got to go to another quick PSA break. When we come back, we're going to continue to light that fuse. When we light the fuse, we eat spaghetti. Welcome back <laughs> to WWE GL. We are here to talk about AEW Dynamite. That's apparently, the title. apparently, Noah and Alex both ate spaghetti at the same time while watching it. Like at the same moment, apparently. This is also the second time this week that I've been making spaghetti. And somebody, I was making spaghetti on Sunday. I, I, yeah, I ate spaghetti before I came here. I, apparently, I, I need to eat spaghetti tomorrow. I was like, Mom, I'm making spaghetti. And she's like, I'm making spaghetti too. And I was like, Ain't no way. She also told me today, she's like, Oh my gosh, I made spaghetti earlier this week too. I was like, Mom, I know. And now we got this man making spaghetti. Look, man, nothing. Unites uh, fans quite like wrestling, or also apparently the spaghetti man. The co-champions had to eat together on their last night as co-champions. <laughs> hey. um, oh man! 
Uh, well, afterwards. I bought a Chris Jericho t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the Young Bucks versus the Hardys, and God bless the Young Bucks for pulling a decent match out of the Hardys oh, man. at this point. Are they heels? The Young Bucks? Yes. No, no. I really. was so tweeners. Con- I was like, "What they're, is going they're on?" FTR and Young Bucks are both tweeners. I would say that's definitely depending on the well. Like the thing is, like it depends on the thing. Like they just came off a big face thing, so I think they're also. Like, I think that it just the, depends on what your outlook is as a fan. I think the Young Bucks are tweeners leaning face, and FTR tweeners leaning. Heat. Yes. Yeah, but like okay. every single pinfall that was in that match at the Hardys had, like the Young Bucks broke up. Like, which is Your kind of point? a heel thing. That's a no. heel thing. That's not an face trying to win the match. Faces, brother. faces kick out. Heels break up. No, no, I don't. No. Yeah, I don't. Like, like a hundred years ago, true. that was the that was yeah. the rule. <laughs> For I would say quite a while. Now, you forget. You're going, you're no going one only like by watches Jim Hurd wrestling WCW from rules. 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. The champ I can't. only watches wrestling from 1900. You just yeah. wait. And guess what, buddy? I'm a champ. Do, I'm the champ. I'm you're going to have us do a, like a throwback where it's literally going to be like uh, We're Fez watching 1984 Mid-South Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. oh We're going to watch the 100-minute grapple match <laughs> right. uh, that Noah's going to put us on. But, We're uh, watching Mid-South Wrestling. It was buddy. good. My dad saw part of this match, and he's like, what the hard do you lose? Hey, man. Uh, which is very funny. He's like, they he wrestled knows. when I was young. And I was like, yeah, they did. Yeah, and hey, Jeff still hit that double whisper in the wind. Props. <laughs> it was pretty, it was now, pretty Matt, awesome. Matt's struggling, but also Taz, I believe, at the beginning of the match you on mean commentary. So, no. First of all, um, Taz, is, Taz God. is God, so therefore it's interchangeable. <laughs> it's interchangeable. Right. Um, yes, Taz, I believe, was trying to say that the Young Bucks and the Hardys had not wrestled since, like, whatever. And he's like, no, the first time they wrestled was in 2014. And then also, they wrestled the night before WrestleMania 33. And then you learn that they've had 15 matches. And I was like, Taz. Also, the Hardys were, are now 14-2 and two against 15? the Bucks. They've had a yeah. lot of matches. He said, according to Excalibur, the Hardys are 14-1 and one before this match, which is crazy, by the way. Yeah. Double or nothing. The latter match with Ring of Honor. I just can't even. I don't remember. I mean, they, like, had, they had a lot more in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Well, a, like they were, they were like the two, two or tag- three, I remember. Because, I mean, they the, the Hardys won the tag titles. And, then and also, I'm sure they've, they've fought each other on like a bunch Independence of. Independence that nobody, yeah. like, were back Like WrestleMania the, weekend. You know, yeah, maybe on sure. Impact back in the day. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably like, fought I mean, Generation you know. Me of like dark shows. But it was like funny because Taz was basically trying to say it was such like a rare thing. And then that the actual storyline is the opposite that yeah. it has a lot of story. I just thought it was very funny because, you know. But then Taz. Obviously, you know, he redeemed himself and revealed himself to all of us later on in the show, and we'll certainly get to that, <laughs> won't we? Um, good match afterwards. They didn't even have a promo battle. They just go, <sighs> FTR, we're all in. You know what? I was, I, I, you know, I wasn't fully rocking with it, cause, but I'm like, I know this match is going to be good, so I don't really care. I think we're going to have more of this actual, like, have an actual promo battle and actual, like, yeah. promo between the two later on. But I just like it as a taster of them, you know, being, like, afterwards. Plus, do we really need, after a long Bucks match, like, a five- or ten-minute promo segment? No. Give the time to the other people. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think it would have killed the momentum of the crowd yeah. in particular. Um, they were hyped for it. You definitely didn't need a promo because they came out and looked at each other for five seconds and a this-is-awesome chant immediately <laughs> started. Was, I will say I did not like that. I, even I as wrote it down. Kind of cool. I wrote it down, and I said AEW fans win two of their favorite tag teams stare at each other for all of ten seconds. Oh, my God, this is awesome. It's the rubber match. I will uh, say, though, I still love FTR's music. It's so goofy. It's so funny, man. I love it. Anyway. You know, it's it's called, like, Revenge or Death of R or dark something side. like that. It's dark Side, side of, of FDR. Dark side of, no, it's Dark Side of R. 
Yeah, something, something like that. What are we good? It's of so art. funny. I love it. It's so fun. Then Mr. Wednesday Night Spaghetti Night RVD. <laughs> <laughs> this is what that's what they labeled it. They labeled it Mr. Wednesday Night RVD versus Jungle Boy or just Jack Perry um, with new tights. I do like that RVD keeps calling him Jungle. That, jungle. that was fun. Yeah, yeah. in his little promos before it. You know, if anybody knows the jungle, it'd be RVD. He knows that. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know. Wow. Okay. A very, very loose association, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go there. This Um, match was awesome. This match was awesome. I want. I I think it's the one off. I want him on my screen more. He also there was a backstage promo with him and Jerry Lynn, which they definitely like cut off. Like Jerry Lynn was just mid thought and they just ended it. But, like, he took off the singlet, and he's like, he's still pretty jacked, too. Oh, yeah, he looks it. I, I think that that makes sense for sure. The crowd was into it. The crowd wanted him to win. He was throwing the chair. The chair got stuck on the rope. That was great. That was great. The whole thing Rice was took a live one. That and, was crazy. You know, I, I really I respected a lot. You could see how hard he was trying to do all the moves that he had done in the past. Because one thing that I, uh, I'll say, RVD, at least as far as my memory serves, was the first person to do it, is the straight hop onto the top turnbuckle when he's going on yes. the top rope. And he tried to do it twice, and you could get right over the camera, you could hear him just, like, groaning as he did it. But he did it mm-hmm. because the man is committed to wrestling, and you respect it. He's also 52 years old, so he gets a pass for life and a pass for life after that, too. Because Plus, it's a pretty dang good match for a 52-year-old. Yeah, especially for his his style. Like, that is not easy on your body at any yeah, at any Somebody way. who was taking full-force chair shots to the head in, like, yeah. 1998, you know, to still be as... Uh, active as he is is astonishing. I, I like I it agree. too because him and Jungle Boy are so similar. Like not in ring as in like their styles, but like the way they they just do stuff to their bodies yeah. and just their look too. So it was very nice. Even though the Jungle Boy's a heel at this point, I to watched see a match between them two. I watched um, ECW Heat Wave '98 um, uh, earlier this week, and uh, the they had a match. Um, it was RVD and Sabu who were the tag champs at the time, versus mm-hmm. Hayabusa and Jinsei Shizaki. And so I have to yeah. go back and watch Heat Wave 98, I you guess. Do, you, do, <laughs> you have to watch Heat Wave 98. Actually, watch certain segments of it. It does not all hold up well. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. ECW for you, brother. But that particular match, uh, it really sunk in for me that like if I was alive – in 1998, I'm pretty sure RVD would be my favorite wrestler of all time. Well, like, RVD was everybody's favorite wrestler in 2001 and 2002, as voted by the fans at that time. Even when he was toiling away in the mid card, I mean, Rob like he was Van ahead of his time. Plus, he also, in my opinion, has the best five star frog splash ever, especially because he sells it. Like it, like it hurts him too. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Um, what was like? Did you know? Also, while researching the quiz, Jimmy Schnuka is the ACW champion multiple times. Yes. He was the first. Uh, yeah, the ECW first. That's why I was like, yeah. what? Was, it's still Eastern Championship Wrestling. Yeah, when it was still, yeah. yeah. It's technically, I think, they, they do a different lineage after. And I think he won it even after. Extreme. And even he, I think he had won it at some point with the Extreme. He was hey, man, all I know is Razor Maroon was in, uh, or Scott Hall was in uh, ECW for like one night. And it was pretty cool. Came out to Ready or Not. By yes. The, by the yeah. All-time classic moment. And then we get to the Better Than You Bay Bay Town Hall. Um, where MJS decides to go promo battle, and he says some stuff we can't say on air, but it was hilarious. Also, before this was the trampoline park segment, which trampoline was also oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> we got to go to a trampoline park. We got to go. There is one in um, uh, Alex out and on, Noah like, go to a trampoline brother. park. Yep. Trampoline parks are awesome. So, Noah, I got to ask, though, are you going to bring the belts to AEW Dynamite and Collision? Probably. Yes. Oh, got to represent. Yeah, brother. Would I'm, you? Yes. 
100. I'm, I guess I'm the only one with shame in here. Brother. Yeah, come on. This Brother, promotion? this is going to get me toys from the toy chest when I go to the dentist. Hey, <laughs> you're going to bring it with you. Um, but to that, that doctor. What do you what do you call it? The the Not the not the dentist, but the... The dentist? No, no, no. That can't be it. It must be something else. Um, <laughs> Brother, what do you call it? Roger Brick Baker, Str- brother? <laughs> EMD. You know, the people that do um, the, the teeth. You know, the, the yeah, those teeth. guys. <laughs> The doctors for your teeth. What you know, Kang in a past. I mean, Kane in a past life. They know? go to right. dental school. <laughs> um, no. Also, uh, we did br- we did brush over uh, on top of the trampoline park segment. That was when they did announce that, and maybe we want to talk about this now with the final five minutes. That is when they announced that Tony Storm is getting a buy for the. Uh, that's when they announced the whole bracket. Well, I and think everything. We they, can save it to the it end. It was stupid because they shouldn't even announce. They should have just been like, winner of Sheeta and them. Obviously, he's getting in the match because she did the champ, you know. So you're in the champ has to be in, you know. Whoever wins the championships in the match, and it make I get it for um, Tony getting a buy because if you have a champion rematch clause, that makes sense to me. I think it was stupid that they even announced Sheeta and Anna Jay as. I think what I should have just said is that Sheeta's or whoever wins this match tonight is in because it's a championship match, and you know Tony getting a buy because of the rematch, which you knew Sheeta was gonna win anyway. So it was really just a formality. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but in the world of kayfabe. Well, look, it doesn't. I think, have, it, I think it makes more sense in kayfabe than it does when you look at it outside, like from a like meta type of perspective. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean the the justification, and they had mentioned it on commentary, but it was not made very explicitly clear. Like I think they mentioned it when they showed the bracket. Um, I didn't see the bracket. Not ever again, like during the course of the match, even. But that Tony Storm was the one who initiated the rematch clause for yeah. this match, so uh, so she gets a buy, but nobody else does, uh, which I think even is weird. And I think in that case, Stupid. Sheeta should also get a buy because she's the, the person champion. That <laughs> Tony Storm is yeah. wanting a rematch against. Um, and then shouldn't Tony Storm, if she wants a rematch clause, shouldn't that just be her ticket into the tournament? Because not every girl is in this tournament. Well, it's it, it is Tony Storm's. No, ticket. he means I like mean, ticket to have a match to get into the into the four. Basically, is what he means. Like Tony's like how Britt Baker way. and the Bunny are like that. Oh, okay, I, I, I see what you. he means. I got you. I got you. Yeah. To be um, in order to win, in order to be a contender, shouldn't she have? Shouldn't her rematch clause be that she gets to be uh, fighting for the chance to be a contender? It doesn't matter. I would like that as well. Uh, but <laughs> no, yeah. Logan, if I may, uh, for only a brief moment, I know I've had many arrests on the no show. We have no time, brother. I know, I know, but I'll just say this. I think it, it does matter because I think it's a very, very just slapdash, put-together mess that doesn't make any sense because they threw it together at the last possible minute. I mean, this is a – you could have – they're like, oh, it's – such a throwback, the four-way from, you know, all these historic women's matches in AEW. It doesn't come off like that. It comes off like they came up with it in the last two weeks because Tony got called out on the airwaves with a sign telling him to book the women's division better. And rather than booking it better, he's just booking it more. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing, too. Like, yeah, the, they talk about, like, the historic four-way. Like the, uh, it's, a, it's a tradition to have the women's championship be defended in a four-way. I mean, not really. No. Like, you know, the most It's just iconic, to get more women on the card. The most That's iconic women's matches uh, in AW are singles. And also the um, – was it uh, – oh, yeah. I, I think he, he confuses, oh, we'll just put the women in the main event 
for oh that's that's booking them better. They're look they're in the main event. What is, yeah we're yeah. we're booking them. It's like no you gotta actually like plan it and, and give know. them a story. And the reason the I'm love saying of God. it doesn't matter is because we can argue about it being wrong because it is wrong forever. But we have no time because we have three more matches we have to talk about plus the whole MJF segment and we are have to go to a PSA break. So we'll be back after these messages. Two time. Welcome back. I'm tired. Let's just let's go. Um, MJF Roddy scared girlfriend. He's like, nervous girlfriend, Adam! Fantastic. I love everything about it. Give me more pathetic little Roderick Strong. <laughs> yeah. He's so he's such a wimp. I love him. It's he's so great. Did you like this? Brother. I liked it. I, I loved how they're like, Brother. all right, Roddy's been a wooden board for the last nine weeks. Let's figure out something. No, all right, you yell into the microphone. That's what, Lean, that's yeah. what they're it doing. It, it makes it great. Yeah. I yeah. agree. It was awesome. When MJF started going to his thing about how like Roddy was just like being whatever, I thought he was about to bring up Montgomery, Alabama. Because he kept bringing up the white stuff. I was like, oh, gosh. That was great. And what then everything happened it? after uh, white something. Yeah, he, he just he keeps uh, going on about how Roddy's a generic white guy. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, and then um, Adam oh, shake shoving it off. MJF. Oh, that, yeah, it's a Taylor what? Swift thing. Adam shoving MJF and like hugging. And also the kingdom coming out and hugging Roddy Strong in the most. Oh, I'm sorry. I this just... was great. He's like, you wouldn't win it with me, a Ring of Honor original? Mm -hmm. And again, I really think it's going to build to Roderick trying to interfere in the match, and then MJF just like, you know, with his broken neck, pile drives him, and that's when Cole's like, what and, have you done? Which that mean? Aussie oh. Open. Uh, that's good storytelling. On the card, so mm -hmm. another win for Logan. Two matches? Two matches? No, I'll tell you, MJF, I'll this. This I'll is, tell you what you do, This is one gamble brother. for Tony, because if they get in, either of them get injured in that first match, your main event is screwed. I'll tell you what you do, brother. MJF ain't Cody, brother. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you do. At the very beginning of the match, before it, uh, the referee rings the bell, MJF sticks his hand out to Adam Cole. Adam Cole accepts. Bam. Kick right up the legs. Referee has to disqualify it. MJF just conned 84,000 people in Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Living the gimmick, brother. <laughs> um, BCC Lucha Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was crazy. As Alex started yelling about it at the start of the show, his favorite moment of the week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, you mean when uh, him Blackpool Coward You mean when him, and that's with a capital H, Taz, revealed himself to the masses <laughs> with one of the greatest commentary moments in the history of not just AEW, but professional wrestling entirely, when he says, when does Mox not bleed? Which was really just peak television. And honestly, that's how I felt when the camera... How he got shoved in like the chest, rolled out of the ring. He's like, I'm bleeding, guys. <laughs> I can't, I can't help, but the blood's coming out. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. He Love has it. a quota and he has to hit it. It's okay. Um, Sting and Darby, Mo Embassy, Sting's back. Tony hey, Khan almost jumped out of his chair. Let's, let's, uh, to keep on this Lucha Bros mask for a split second because Claudio Wars with belt. Penta mask. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Perfect. The roll up while grabbing the mask was a great touch, and then him afterwards with the. Now I wish that the camera had shown them taking yep. the mask. But, oh my um, god! But yeah, I took I took this fantastic picture. <laughs> of an all timer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he what a what an absolute icon. That's all I had to say about the mask. Fashion uh, icon. I, I just wanted to put that on the record. Sting, Darby, Mogul Embassy, double coffin match. Double coffin match. Brother, uh, what? Fun. Uh, 
What in the WCW bash at the beach is you this? You shut brother? up, Noah. You know what? You complain about your stupid gimmick matches all the time. You don't get to complain ever can I about complain? a gimmick match. Yes, you can complain. Um, you don't. I love gimmick matches more than the next guy. I really, really do. I think a coffin match does not lend itself to uh, – where this could have gone, I think you could have done something else. I don't really understand. Skateboard match. match. They've been using the skateboard. Like I think it could have been. It could have been Dick fun. Wayne on a pole match. I think you know. Obviously, your <laughs> options are limited because like you don't want eighty-eight-year-old Sting climbing up on a steel cage and stuff like that. But I think you know you can you can make it work if you really need to. But He'd do it. To be fair, he though, would do it. He would Darby, do it. Darby Darby coffin matches are stable. So yeah, he, they've had coffin matches in AEW before. Okay, and fair. They tended to be actually pretty fun. really good. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen any, so again, that, you up, know, I'm, I'm going uh, with them in mind here. An example that comes to mind is Darby Andrade. It's pretty good. Oh, well, I, I certainly this, this imagine is another so. one, right? Uh, they may have done another double Ethan concept. Page, maybe. Yeah, they yeah. may have done one with Sting and Darby before. Or did they do that with Jeff Jarrett? I know. I thought I Sting was involved Brody in a Brody King match. was involved in oh. one. As well. Oh yeah, Brody King, Darby. I think Darby's been like two or there three, so it makes sense yeah. for his stable. His mm-hmm. uh. It's like it's like he is the coffin matches in AEW. What Undertaker is in WWE. Okay, fair enough. It's just that in my mind, the only the like most notable coffin match of all time is the one that broke Shawn Michaels' back. So you know, right, right. It, <laughs> it, the, the the stipulation has not been kind to wrestlers or um. If only powerhouse Hobbs in this match. He breaks backs. There you go. Um, <laughs> and finally, guys, main event. <laughs> it's just it, it it you know it's it's not an indictment on these two women because I think they did a fine job with everything that they had. Yeah, it did not. The, like, the problem the problem is rarely, if ever, with you know the talent. Exactly. So. I thought again. I think like I I think I texted you guys the fact that they were like it has a sixty minute time limit as you have them come out with nine minutes left in your two hour show. Like it's just it just to me is. Man, I could go on and on about it. I really Did could. You say TV time limit expires. Yeah, that that makes. That's what they used to say. Yeah. But they, I mean, to be fair, they have said sixty minute time limit the last couple weeks. Like with no, the yeah, match. I, I know. I just think. I just think it's been. This is in the second week in a row they've had the women's main event. and It came out with very limited time left. Again, last week they went over. Because because they had the commentary team was like I hope we're not going to cut away I was like you better not cut away they go and nobody's going to forgive you yeah. but I don't know like again the match the match to me was fine but again it was also a foregone conclusion which I think was bad I think it would have been nice to hold off on the announcing the tournament until after this match right she wins yeah. and it's like oh she's in the tournament that's cool yeah because then you could be like we're going to have a four way she does it's a champ Tony gets a bye because it makes sense because of a rematch clause. And then you could have the other two if you want to have the all. I just think it was dumb because they already announced the match before they even announced the four-way. Yeah. And they're just like, well, we've already announced it, so throw it in the tournament, you yeah. know? Again, it's poorly executed from, I think, a company that doesn't care that much about the division. The same thing we're seeing with WWE. They don't care, so it's poorly executed like you said earlier, Cooper. It's just misses. Um, I will say one thing we forgot to mention on Collision. Tony Storm's promo? Oh, Perfect. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind her getting a buy after watching that promo. Absolutely. She basically is like, cool. she was Scarlett Johansson in Asteroid City. She's like, am I not good enough, Tony? Am I not good enough anymore to be champ? Yeah, and yeah. like, was getting like aggressive and sad at I Tony Giovanni, and it was amazing. I thought it was like Marilyn Monroe vibes. I, I could I see that, good. yeah. Either way, Tony Storm's cool. Thumbs up yeah. for her. Um, I thought the the Sheeta and Anna J match um, – for the for the most part, was was worked really well between the two of them. The actual in ring action. Yeah. I do really like that. Um, two point uh, still out there, still with Anna J. Showing that like, yeah, there's a progression with even the JAS. I like uh, that splitting up. You know, there there will these characters will continue to a- interact with each other. Um, it, I do think it was weird the finish. 
with Gwen uh, trying to grab the shoulder, and the ref just kept counting and just yeah, I don't know what it, that was. They I even put that in the YouTube video. I'm like, why are you? Yeah, I don't know. Was it a botch? Yeah, it was know. a botch. Uh, I, it would have to have been, what? I think. Because uh, even the commentators were like. Was it to pull her out of the ring, essentially, and break up the pin? I think yeah. If you do that, you're going over, and you're cutting was, to young Sheldon time at that point. I think it was to get her to the ropes so that they could break Yeah, the and again. then he throws out 2.0. But I think the ref realized we don't have time, and I'm just going to count it. Right. Well, that's because they weren't given time. Yeah. Yep. Um, Young Sheldon's after this, brother. Because I think they probably had that planned spot in the matches. You know, a lot of producers give, like, okay, here's near the finish. And that was probably setting up close to the finish, but they probably didn't have time. Because, like, they were, like, the commentator was saying, like, well, you know, her shoulders were down, so the ref kept counting, you know? And I'm like, I, that's, a, that's a good save for that. It still doesn't really, just, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, it just looks weird. Thank you, Taz. And, um, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Taz. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it just it, it looks weird. Uh, Weird and is not a great like image to end a dynamite on. No, um, but you know, uh, accidents happen all the time. It's wrestling. It's you know a, a live uh, TV environment. Like you know, <laughs> slip ups are gonna happen. Fun um, lucha things. Right, very much. Um, I do also think that uh, Sheeta as champion um, is still you know it, it's a week out. Um, so it, this still has time to change. I think, um, that if she continues to have regular defenses, um, or even just regular matches on TV with the belt, I think that'll go a long way, uh, to helping yes. keep, at least keep it in the audience's mind that this is a, a belt and a division that is worth something, you know? Um, so... And that's like the barest of bare minimum, um, but AEW has shown before that they can't even do that. Sometimes. I don't even think you have to do all that. Just let her talk. Get Tony Schiavone and have a live interview or a pre-recorded one. Just let her talk. I mean, she does promos are not like her strong suit. I don't think so. Well, I don't know that that would particularly help matters necessarily. Uh, I think it, with her, her her strength is is very much in ring. Um, I think they just need to let any of them talk. Yes, like, that's just the let them have more TV time. Yeah, it, that's because the, they they tend to constrain themselves to like okay, we'll have one woman's match and one woman's promo segment, or sometimes even just one woman's promo segment and no matches. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, you need to v- amplify both of those um, tremendously in order to get anybody's characters across. Yep. So, um, yeah, like most of the times, the women's promo segments only happen after their matches. And that that only affords you like one to two minutes. It's a time of props. Yeah, um, I, mean, I can only think of literally the only people that had promo segments is the Outcast, like in the past. It's the Outcast and Brit and Brit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which like, okay, I I get that like you know with Brit you know you want to build her up as the the main face of the division, but like you know you need people to be invested in in these other women. Um, so hopefully you know with. And and having collision helps. Having you know a whole other uh, two hours of, of TV time with uh, a whole you know um, separate uh, line of stories to tell, especially now with the Mercedes Martinez uh, stuff going on, uh, you know that helps as well. Um, but it is it is nowhere close to being where it should be, uh, and hopefully um, it, by the time that All In rolls around, uh, this will have gotten through to somebody. 
backstage, <laughs> if, if not at the very top. And next week definitely doesn't bode well because you've got the Kenny Omega segment that's going to happen where we learn about his future and all in. We're going to learn. We're going to get the Jericho Callis segment, and we're just going to have a match as part of that tournament. I really doubt they're going to put anything else on Dynamite related to that, unfortunately, mm. which means that the champ might not be on Dynamite, which is, again, part Could of be. the problem. It's very concerning, yeah. Um, with that being said, we are about to end the show. I have one last thought unrelated to all this. Um, we've been calling Taz God for a good reason this week. <laughs> what if he came out as HBK's tag partner back in the day against Shane and Vince? Oh, yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. Crosses over. What a segment that would have been. I cannot wait. As I, That would have been great to see Taz suplex Vince through them pearly gates. But what a time, <laughs> With that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWE Joe on Wiggle 91.1 FM. If you want to listen to the podcast at any time, you can listen to it on any of your podcast players of choice. We will be moving times to Mondays at 9 p.m. One hour, no more two-hour shows. We are banished, gone. But if you like us on WWE Joe, make sure to tune in on Mondays at 9. If you want to follow us on X, um, you can follow me at FileLoganHurst. You can follow Alex at Alex Houston. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phillips. 64, and you can follow Cooper. You can't. Cooper. Nowhere. Nowhere. Cooper, any last words? Noah, congratulations on your win. But to quote great poet of our time, James Hetfield, sleep with one eye open. You better be ready. The genesis of McGillicuddy is coming. I sleep with all eyes open, man. I'm a...